0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 374 of Veggie Game Apocalypse. I'm your host of the half-year, Michael Raparez. Who else is joining me here in the mystical, magical Evan Clark Memorial Studio of the Airwaves? Patreon.com slash time to find out how it can be named for you.
1: Go! Forever 13th place, Chris Antistia, but never the GOAT. Um, yes.
2: And? I messed that one up uh i'm not doing this doing middle of the year award shows is so
3: conformist matthew allen it's mega
0: conformist who else special guest
3: um i i ate the whole pizza i just took it and i ate the whole thing the whole thing Uh, (laughs) the last dance tl foster (laughs) thank you for joining
4: us
2: that was literally me earlier this week and talking to tl we were talking for like hours at a time, and I'm like, just so you know, I downed an entire tombstone pizza as we've been talking. He's like, I heard you cooking something. <laughs> I mean,
3: it happens, uh, all right? It does happen. Yeah. And sometimes you get poisoned by it. If you are in Utah, and you're the greatest basketball player in the 90s. Oh, wow. Who knows? So
1: hey. we're tombstone, tombstone pizza. Do you have stock in the company and get sent edible
2: dividends? What? Okay, tombstone there's some pizza delicious. All right? What do you want there's on your friend. tombstone? The price of a real pizza. No, they're not tombstone pizzas. are $5. You're I, thinking I, of
3: DiGiorno, baby. Those are the worst, then.
1: I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like. Wait,
3: whoa, whoa. DiGiorno pizzas are tremendous pizza. Look, any pizza that you can just put into a, an oven and cook are great pizzas. Tostitos, DiGiorno, Tombstone, uh, Red uh, Baron. If it's a pizza you can put into an oven, it's good pizza. It, it,
0: can I say that it's kind of weird to see junk food calling itself Tombstone in 2020? Like,
3: <laughs> it seems a bit on the
4: nose.
1: Maybe yeah, like about- a new soda, insulin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, look, truth in advertising sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: We are past June, so we're six months into 2020, which means it is time. To do our semi annual thing where we look back and talk about our favorite games of the year so far, or games of the half year, or gothies, or as Dave Rudden suggests, VGA gothies, or since it's the seventh annual half year awards, the SAVGA gothies, or SAVGA time? gothies.
1: <laughs> so. Seventh annual, and, and recording on um, uh, Diana would kill me if I didn't say happy birthday, Olivia, to have one.
0: No, Not
1: dead <laughs>
0: nice, nice
1: 104 years old
0: god damn is she still alive or She's
1: alive still talking still suing people successfully good for
0: her that's amazing uh, but I bet she hasn't played any of the games <laughs> on our list.
1: <laughs> Quite an assumption.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a pretty big assumption on my part. Mm-hmm. I admit.
1: She's old school, so she's 104, standing in line, wait for midnight pre-order.
0: Uh-huh. No mask, yeah. just no mask. fucking Viking out there.
1: It's, Don't need it. I have weeks to live. Let it come for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's it's like strictly I'm like Call of Duty. I'm like Kratos and Ellie put together. I will crush all of you. It um, is. <laughs> it has been. Uh, an interesting year for games like normally when you've got uh, new consoles on the horizon things tend to quiet down a bit and this year feels a little diminished compared to the last few maybe by this point but there has still been a lot of quality that has come down the pike uh, there's been a lot to get excited about. Some things that came like right as we needed them, right as things got really bad in real life. And so we are going to celebrate all of those, uh, or at least five of those, that we liked personally. Uh, maybe you didn't like them. I don't care.
1: My number one for the fifth year in a row is Candy Crush. So yeah, it's, it never gets on the well, list. It's, it's, it never every year.
0: it's every year. You got a, you gotta Bing, you look up Candy Crush, and you download yeah. the client again. And, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's the best way to spend your time.
1: And money. Candy Crush. Yeah. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, anyway, (laughs) we will dive into our top five right after this. Like everything, everything I thought I remembered, like about Ninja Gaiden soundtrack, which is like one of the best soundtracks of the eight bit era, and like man, all these tunes that I loved so much were actually part of the Ninja Gaiden Two soundtrack, Ooh. and uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments on Twitter when uh, the the composer for Ninja Gaiden Two actually responded to a tweet of mine because I noticed that Irene Liu, uh, Ryu's girlfriend mm-hmm. in Ninja Gaiden in the original NES series, who's also a CIA agent. Was very clearly patterned on um, what's her face from Blade Runner, not Pris. The, the other, one. yeah, Sean Young, mm-hmm. her, her character, who's maybe face me right now, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel, yes, Ray <laughs> Finkel, no, it was it was it was Sean Young, and uh, but like that, that same like weird retro throwback pompadour with the ponytail, like mm-hmm. that's that's Irene Liu's hairstyle. And I was like, oh, I, I might be late to the party on this, but I think she might have been inspired by this other character, and like the composer responded and said like. Uh, I talked to where the character designer was, and he said probably.
1: <laughs> the, most, the most Japanese confirmation yeah. ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cannot legally say, but probably. Okay. Please look yeah, forward to go. it, Michael.
0: But but no, I I, I love Ninja Gaiden too. I <laughs>
1: So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over a 100 movie commentaries exclusive specials, you can get the 302010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Game Apocalypse, right guys? Yeah! 30, 20,
0: 10. 30, 20,
1: 10. And we're back to talk about what... Uh, that's day three of me quitting nicotine. And I feel yes. really weird and like I'm not doing very well. Congratulations, so me, Chris! Everyone.
2: I mean, if you want, we can call Nicotrell to be able to come over come over to your to house Nick and a trail like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're we're talking about the top five games of the half year. Yes, like, the or gothies. the Gothies. The
4: Gothies.
0: Yes, Gothies. Yeah, let's make this catch on. Let's make this a thing. And let's start with number five before the mana tree withers completely you must reclaim the sword and awaken the goddess of mana once more she alone can bring peace to the realm and grant your wish so if i get that sword
2: i can defeat the crimson wizard
0: uh, I can't imagine what this game could be. Anyone want to
1: shout it out? <laughs> I can't imagine why it's on this list, but I'm telling you, if there's another fucking remake in here. It was a bad year for games. Hmm. Yeah, this
3: is well, this is okay. more than just well, a remake. Well, okay, so I, I will. Okay, so this is Trials of Mana, and let me let me just say, this is a remake, but not really for Americans because like mm. the original game came out last year as part of the Mana's collection,
4: mm-hmm. but this
3: is the first time we actually got our chance to play. Uh, trials of man like trials of man as it comes out uh which was taken in sets three in japan yeah.
0: uh, this game also was- it was between this and streets of rage four and
3: uh i blame trav entirely
4: <laughs> because i left <laughs> Not- the
3: decision up to you if, if it was my it was my list they both would be on there uh, i think this was a great year for remakes
1: just in general i know i, I was being cynical because i know I voted for another one
3: right um but this remake it completely fixed any kind of issues that you would have design wise of playing Trials of Mana. Like, cause I I did go back and get the mo- the Mana um, collection. It just felt really well. Um, it does a really good job with, cause it's an action RPG like akin to a Kingdom Hearts or another mm. game that is probably on this list. Mm. Um, and it it does a really good game of mixing that with the item with the item usage, um, and and like playing the game it. It felt like playing a game in 1994 without 1994 like control problems. So it, it felt like playing an old retro game that was done correctly to play in 2020. Yeah. I I, mean, I love it a lot.
0: Whatever else I'll say about it, Trials of Mana did feel really good to play. Like yeah. as as a as a 3D hack and slasher brawler, like it's it's really good. Um, as a game with voice acting,
1: on the other hand? Well, my ears done started burning. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're all right. Well, of course, I'm all right. See? There are was just taking Using my penis, penis pump and full volume. When Jewel Leader done come out of nowhere and dug a burrow straight through my bed.
0: Uh, I want to say the monster he's describing there is the Jewel Eater, not the Jew Leader. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it fits with the accent.
3: I, okay, I will say business <laughs> and George Soros comes along. <laughs> I will say I I absolutely, after thirty minutes of that voice acting, changed it to Japanese in this Oh oh oh! You
0: mean you mean this voice acting?
1: Heyo, looking for Lumina. That'd be me! Nice to meet ya! A pleasure! And
0: thanks for releasing me from the belly of that full metal mini, am I right? <sighs> Who knows what would have happened if you hadn't come? <laughs>
2: Why don't you pull these clips and they're still getting to me because the, so the voices
3: of the elementals are so bad in this game. The voices of the elementals are so bad? Charlotte's voice actress? Oh, oh, you mean oh. Miss Charlotte's voice actress? I grew up
1: with no parents, but there was one poison in window that was always nice to me. Heath was kind and helpful. He took care of me.
4: My grandpa asked Heath to go to Astoria to look into something for the temple. I got a really, really bad feeling about it.
0: Okay, now imagine she's the protagonist you picked and you get to listen
2: to that for like 20 to oh, 30 hours. It's like a
1: young girl, Dr. Wowie. It's,
2: it's like, it, hey, maybe you shouldn't hire your voice actors on Fiverr. I'm just saying.
3: like, It's, it's, it's just, horrible. it was, I don't know, I don't know why they. I, There's so many great voice actors and voice actors voice talent is, is in an abundance now and everyone's at home, but this is before home. So I get it. Why? It's just why (laughs) it just seems like it, it seems like that they were like, Oh shit! This is supposed to have English voice acting too. Uh, hey Bob, can you do the <laughs> voice for like five seconds? Yeah, there there so, is a
0: certain quality of like, oh, I'm reading this off the card, and I think this is how it should be said uh, to this. But.
2: I so so I know it, it's bad, but almost that that plays into the game's charm because T.L. nailed it earlier. Like the reason I voted for this game is it brought me back to the SNES days, and so it 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 gives it almost this old school game feel. The fact that the voice acting is so bad. And obviously voice acting came after the SNES days, but it's like, yeah, this, this kind of, this kind of gives this game that, that feel like, yeah, this is an old school game, but it's like this old school game with modern, some modern game sensibilities, like the pacing, you know, Um, and the action is, is spot on. I, the reason, so typically we don't include remakes on our list, but the reason I was yeah. like, well, this qualifies well, is this is a complete, like the original game is 2D, this is like a full a, 3D game. It is it's, a 100% you
0: know. total conversion yeah. remake. Like, this is, like, it. it's similar to the original, but it is not the same game. It is not yeah. the original with a new coat of paint. No. Yeah. And,
3: like, like I said, it, it definitely feels better than the original game. Like, having, having as soon as they announced it at E3 last year, like, automatically downloading because that was the game that was the game i'd never played with trials of Mana, and i was like okay i'm gonna give this a go and it, the the old game really feels difficult to play i can't really put my hand on it like it's it doesn't feel good but in playing this game how they retooled everything like doing the special attacks feel really, really great the branching um uh, the branching evolutions for each character is really cool and it lets you spec the character like to how you want to play it 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 just felt like a really great mixture of old and new technology. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah
2: one, it, of the, one of the cool things about this game is how much game there is there. If you wanted to go back and replay it, even though, I mean, I, I must have at least put 30 hours into this, so I don't know that I'd go back, but there are six main characters, and you can create any combination of three. So, th- and, and, and those characters, when you put them in your party, they have different interactions with each other, but also um, it affects the, the, final bosses in the game so theoretically you could play this game with several combinations and it kind of is is a different game at least that latter i guess the last act of the game will change a lot depending on who you chose and then the first act changes because when you first pick your party members you're kind of playing a tutorial with each character before you before they join up into a party and kind of form the main story so there's like there's a lot of game here that you might not ever see but but it's just like it's it's all pretty fun you know
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's just really great. The only thing that was a bummer is it does the old game thing of the boss rush at the end. Yes. I hate yes. that. I, I really hate that, especially when there's a specific boss that I did not understand how I beat it, but I did. And then it was sitting there waiting for me. And I was like, well, fuck you. I hate it. I hate it so, so much.
0: It makes you relive the trauma twice. It's <laughs> just that, that, that giant crab, the giant enemy crab that as you attack it, you destroy its eyeballs and you're left staring at these huge bony hollow sockets. It's it's like
2: Yeah, disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's like that
0: Bloom County strip where like a monster comes out of the TV and like sucks Opus's eyes out of his head. Like it's that level of traumatizing.
2: Yeah, and um, one of the other reasons this made the list for me is like at first the combat felt really simplistic, and then there's just a lot of like kind of hidden depth to it, especially with with the gear system in the game. And then there's there's like these powers you can learn and assign to the different characters that kind of give them different bonuses during combat. And like the the power moves are are really awesome and kind of like the way it builds up before you can do a power move. It just like it it always felt fun because this game is is almost nonstop. Combat too, yeah. like it's it's straight yeah. up it's action action RPG. So, but I mean, if you're going to do that, the combat has to feel good. And and for thirty hours, it, it it always felt like really fun. And I was always just like, oh yeah, I I, too, I do not mind fighting in this game whatsoever. It never got tedious.
0: Yes. Yeah, no, it's pretty pretty solid all around. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about constant combat, the game that you want to talk about is probably this one. Number four. Maybe he,
5: he is a god. Maybe he represents humankind's rage, their will to persevere to overcome that which would threaten our survival. He is uncompromising, a relentless being of violence that knows no mention of the hesitation shown by our many leaders and politicians during our time of judgment. Can he overcome them alone?
0: I don't know, but he's got a couple of different shotguns and a rocket launcher and a plasma rifle. And what game is this? Uh, Here's another hint it sounds like this.
2: I didn't play it, but it's, it's, Doom, Eternal. Yeah, it's Doom Eternal. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> play it either. Uh,
3: I was going to say Streets of Rage, but it's not. It's Doom Eternal. Yeah, it's Doom Eternal.
1: I, I broke up with that game like a tubby girl with glasses for the Animal Crossing like right away.
0: Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but didn't you go back to it eventually?
1: A terrible way to put that. Um, no, no, I never did. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I dropped Animal Crossing like a bad habit and, and did not vote for it on this list. But mm. I appreciate what Doom did. Uh, so much more than the girl I ended up dumping him for. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, Doom, Doom Eternal is one of those it's like, it starts out and it takes a while to adjust to certain things that were changed. Like, oh, the chainsaw is now like tied to this fuel system and you seem to run out of ammo really quickly and the enemies are relentless and constant and then you discover at some point that it's just like this is practically a rhythm game where you will just fall into these patterns of running and gunning and I'm out of ammo, chainsaw the nearest weak enemy, take all the ammo that sprays out of him and keep shooting. And it's when when you kinda hit that stride, it is a feeling unlike any other that it's it, it, this it is just
1: like, watched the Matrix, seeing through the Matrix when Neo is yeah. like handedly handling Smith while like looking at his watch. Yeah. Like that that's what it feels like it, you, it becomes this like this shit out of me. I died a ton before I found the rhythm.
0: Yeah. But and but once once you do find it, it's like this you realize like oh it's it's Tony Hawk. It's Tony Hawk but as a first person shooter mm-hmm. and the the flamethrowers and grenades are like manuals to kind of just keep these ridiculous ass combos going as you unleash destruction at everything in every direction and yep use the geometry of the levels around you. Like There, there are, are frigging uh, parallel bars that you can swing on and to, to jump to different heights. There are jump pads and teleporters and all these things. So it's like a, some of the best parts of the game are you are just funneled into a small arena and enemies just close in from every side and you will die a lot and then you will figure out how to use the environment to your advantage and how to completely turn the tables on these seemingly indomitable enemies
2: yeah i mean the first game had a little bit of that what you guys are talking about like until you understand that you have it it has this rhythm and you need to be in the rhythm like the first game is like oh this doesn't feel that great and then my understanding for eternal is it really just lean into that and then add a lot of the traversal stuff so even like like michael is saying like you're you're almost using that rhythm to to get around the environments and there's these platforming sections which the only critiques I've really seen of the game is sometimes sometimes that stuff doesn't feel as good because, um, you know, platforming in first person rarely does. But yeah. um, it's like, if you liked that of the first game of that whole, the loop of like, oh, I'm, I'm running low on ammo, I better do a melee kill or, or, or certain kills restore health. The, other yeah, kills the glory restore kills ammo. restore
0: health. And uh, yeah, yeah those, those are always important. But then it's like, it, there's that element of subconscious research or resource management, like, okay do I do a glory kill and get my health back or do I do a chainsaw kill and get my ammo back yeah. because you will run low on ammo pretty much constantly Yeah, and then it's yeah. all, and then all, I, all just like okay I need a slow time to look at the weapon wheel oh I've got some rockets I can use rockets okay thank god
2: the other thing they really leaned into was a lot of the um it's weird to say lore in a Doom game and story yes. but it, it, it really is like i about incredible. to say is
3: it is it weird cause like that's I always think that's what Doom is like since I've been on the internet, it's like Doom the Three. Doom,
2: like, hey, um, hell is there's a portal to hell, and you fight off demons. Yeah. That's about the story involved.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like, that that to me, that's what like wasn't that the big problem with Doom Three? Is like it was so lore heavy. Like, I I just I don't know, like. I just think when I think of Doom, I think of Doom well, lore. But
0: and the lore I, here, like, okay, it it goes very deep and it gets very stupid. In that, like, you find out there's, like, oh, there's, like, a parallel dimension full of these divine knights that work with these angelic beings to fight demons, but it's also tied into our own world, and the UAC has become this cartoonishly satanic entity that, uh, something that's conveyed to the holographic spokesperson that shows up throughout the game
5: an emergency just dial six three times on your mobile phone and a uac representative will be glad to assist
2: you
0: interesting but but also um spoiler for this uh there's a spoiler that is finally confirmed i think about maybe a third of the way through the game so if you don't want to hear it skip ahead like two minutes but it is confirmed that the Doomslayer. is is in fact original Doomguy, and not only is he original Doomguy, he is the comic book version of original Doom Guy.
4: Guts. You Guts. Kill them. Must kill them all. Hmm. He has fight in him yet, in spite of his injuries. Send him to the arena.
0: Keep finding all these accounts about him, and it's just like, yeah, he stopped talking. He he only lives to
2: destroy demons. That is right. his he, that's, only that's thing. his only drive in life. Yeah. yeah, which they hint at in the last game. You know, I really didn't like the whole second half of the game where you played as Keith David's character <laughs> and then the the demon race. I was just really through the pacing off <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they could have gone there. It's it's kinda what they're you know. Yeah,
0: I didn't didn't like that it's like, Oh, I'm killing another spider demon. Oh that, that spider demon was beloved and was adopted by a, a cute young white demon couple. Uh <laughs> I, I might be relating this to a later game on our list.
2: Um, oh wow. Yeah. Uh this is one of those I'm sure I'm sure I'll get to it eventually because I did like the twenty sixteen game. But uh-huh. um yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like well, this this was
0: this was really like it, it it got complaints at first that this is like oh this isn't a good follow up to the 26 game because I don't understand the mechanics quite as readily, but it's like the 2016 game was like a very fast paced but otherwise very familiar shooter. Yeah, and right. this one is really all about like you have to learn this gameplay loop and use it and then it becomes unlike anything else.
3: Well, it's it's like a it's like a um, a first person platformer, right? Like that's uh, kind of that's kind of like what people when I remember the talk around it was that's how people would classify the game. I haven't played it yet either. I I was going to play it, but then my PS4 died, so oh. I I don't know when I'm ever going to play it. Um, but I I don't know. Like I'm I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it. I loved Doom 2016, mm-hmm. uh, loved it, loved it a lot. And you know, this game seemed fun. It just I don't think I was in the mind space for Doom, and then another game that's going to be on this list took over my life for a long period of time, so I could not do it. I want to make one little correction. I think
2: people talk about this game as if the platforming is new, and I kind of get the impression they didn't play the 2016 game correctly, because that was in the 2016 game a lot, like the... At one point, yeah, I think but not you,
0: to quite the same degree.
2: Right, think. they didn't give you a grappling hook. But remember the 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 glory kills the reach on those is yeah. so far in that game. It's like you could like you felt like you were leaping across chasms and, to and go glory. You, you kill can at.
0: give yourself like I think there's a,
2: a perk or something you can equip
0: that like lets yeah. you do it from even further away.
2: Yeah, and so it was like if you were playing that game the way that they had kind of designed it is you were kind of hopping all around the levels anyway. Now they just give you a few more tools. That's what I don't get is like. Hmm. A lot of the complaints I heard about this game, it's like they did exactly what gamers want in sequels. They 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 made it bigger and they added more complexity and more layers. And then it was you know people still complain about that. I'm like, yeah. well, what, what do you want? Well, because it's you know? it's
0: not the same, and it it takes some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it it is interesting to have like a, any every enemy has a weakness, and they tell you what that is, so you can exploit it like you see a Caco demon shoot a grenade at it it 'll swallow the grenade and that 'll put it make it vulnerable for a glory kill uh the uh cyber mancubuses can only like you you need to do like a was it like a blood punch Uh, to it's like this supercharged punch that you can only charge up by doing glory kills to knock off their armor and that makes them vulnerable Uh, stuff like that it's it's about like constantly just analyzing the battlefield in the back of your mind and making snap decisions like relentlessly
2: how do they expose the weakness stuff to you is is it straight up in like a tutorial or do you have to just discover it? Um,
0: I think when the first like a lot of the time the first time an enemy shows up it Kind of tells you like a little tutorial thing comes up on screen and just says like oh do this like okay and and, and, but it's really just like this is a new move that I need to employ in my roster of other moves to dispatch all the other things
2: on the battlefield. Mm. It should just do like the T two thing, man. Just like little little, you know, UI appears in the helmet scan and like oh yeah, do that to this this enemy. This is our memory banks are pulling it from all the other Doom Slayers. Run around
0: very fast and kill everything. That's (laughs) the game. That's the whole
2: game. (laughs) And sometimes that's nice. That is nice just to have a game that
3: empowers you to do
2: that. What are we listening to in the background?
3: I'm sorry. Like my headphones, might have picked something up? My bad. My
1: bad. You're watching a reality uh, show. (laughs) I'm
3: not. I know this is boring, (laughs) but try
0: to stick with it. That's my fault. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Number three. Everybody knows this song because it is the music of escaping from another day of COVID reality for at least a little while.
3: Remember, remember three years, three months ago? Yeah. Three years. It felt like three, it it like felt three like, years. It felt like, yeah. Three, 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 three years, months ago, three months. Who can yeah. tell anymore? When COVID first started and mm-hmm. you got your little own island to sneak away to. Yeah. I've never
2: I, seen a game with such impeccable timing before. Yeah. Like,
3: it
0: this came it was, it's right almost when we it. It is exactly when we needed it, and it saved our lives. Why isn't it game of the year? You should have all voted on this. Uh, Chris. Uh,
4: Chris.
1: (laughs) I know. I I genuinely am angry at all the time I end up spending in Animal Crossing and vow never to do it ever again.
4: Mm -hmm. Until you do. do do do. I, I,
1: I dislike this one less. Is that like, yeah, there were a lot of things I couldn't do in real life that I could do in this game with my friends.
3: Hmm. I I don't know. So I, I don't know if I like the actual animal crossing franchise. Like I didn't care for um, new leaf. Uh, I didn't, I I didn't play the original animal crossing new horizons. Love this game. I love, I I, love say This as someone who
1: played it for dozens of hours to the point where my girlfriend questioned, like, I don't know if this is going to work with us because of how much time we <laughs> want to spend in this life. Wow. Ari, you get better better fruits and maybe I'll come hang out with you. Oh, that should have been gotten something. <laughs> Literally nothing. You got
0: something. Oh, it just took uh, a second to process. Yeah. I was obsessed with this game for weeks and weeks and it kind of culminated when like, I spent several weeks just trying to make a fortune on the stock market and ended up losing millions and i think i i sent you guys a picture of like i i accidentally time well not accidentally time traveled but i time traveled thinking like well it didn't save it won't do anything it doesn't matter uh and sent you guys like a bunch of pictures of just like Mile acres of sad turnips, just like rotten <laughs> turnips. Turnips for as far as the eye could see, stretching flies over the horizon. Yeah, yeah, flies <laughs> and ants. And at least I caught some flies and ants out of that. But yeah. uh, <laughs>
2: it, it was Michael's "The Grapes of Wrath." Yeah, it was, it yeah. was
0: just <laughs> just terrible Dust Bowl <laughs> instant. But I bounced back from it. And I started over and started buying turnips. And after a few more weeks, I had four million bells, and it's just like, "Well, now I can afford everything." And uh, I kind of lost interest in the game.
2: Yeah, right. part of part of the fun of this game, but also like part of the reason a lot of people stop playing it is like they truly. This is our first true experience of an Animal Crossing game during like connected internet connectivity in in video games you know where Mm -hmm. you basically you saw people completely gaming the system like Mm -hmm. i I mean we've all probably visited some island to sell our our stocks when it's like 500 bells or whatever and it's like it's ridiculous like the safeguards they build in for kids which as a parent i appreciate make it ridiculous it's like yeah i get to this island and they lock shit down like like we've probably all been there where it's like you land on an island you take two steps and it's like there's someone else coming, and you have to sit and watch a loading
3: screen. Oh, for it's, it's the, the worst. worst.
1: Unless unless you have your menu open, which if you don't close, no one can do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It, it was. It's just it, that part was. It's a lot because it's like you said. It's not. It's not a small. Oh, okay, somebody's coming. It's all right. And for thirty seconds, you're going to see the grand arrival of this first yeah. Yeah. island. Yeah. Don't and, know who it is. Which, you and know, it's not if, like when
0: a bunch of other friends are hitting up a friend's island to sell turnips. It's a bad scene, man. And,
2: and it's not like the internet wasn't around when like City Folk and New Leaf even came out. It's just this game in particular, the internet has gotten so good at like, no, we're going to start these community sites, and there are entire sites that are just like, yeah, here's this stock market predictor. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's this site that where people can can post what their prices are and you can go sell on their islands. And it's like you can get to the point where you're like, I have more money than I'll ever need in this game, and now. The only thing keeping me around, which which inevitably happens in every Animal Crossing game, eventually, it's the holiday content. And the best thing they could have done this generation that they hadn't had in previous games is you can't just time travel and see all the holidays because it's a live service game. You you have mm-hmm. to wait till the server switches mm-hmm. them on
0: until you know? they they add them. Really. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like no, there's actual people working behind the scenes who will add these things periodically. Mm-hmm. And I so. Think
1: that's- one of the most uncomfortable things about this game, I may have played longer, given that I could do very little else, is that all the new content seemed to be like, like for the holidays and stuff. we hmm. like, after that Easter thing happened, I'm like, well, <sighs> what is there to really do in this game? Once well,
3: you- after the Easter like, thing happened, you had the art thing that came up. Like, there's so much stuff to do. I was, uh, I
1: was gone before whatever that was, but like, uh, I still think I still think you were kind of hampered by what you could actually do, and how you progressed in that game. But
2: that's that's always been Animal Crossing, isn't it? Right. Totally, We're I not felt,
1: supposed I to play it like play other games. Because I had more time to use this, and the Animal Crossings I've always played the most are the portable ones, and by that I mean New Leaf.
3: Yeah, well, I, I think Gita Jackson, uh, over at uh, Vice, she made a really good point. People, what, hap, what What I think burned a lot of people out is a lot of people use Animal Crossing to like play, I'm going to play eight, nine hours a day, it's like, the, the good sweet spot for Animal Crossing is 30 minutes. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, ahead, you done, get yeah, go in, go and see what's going on, and then go.
0: That was difficult to adjust to it, for instance. It's like, okay, you're going to build me a house. I won't have it until tomorrow in
2: real time? Yeah. What
0: the it's, fuck?
2: Animal Crossing is always meant to be a side piece. It's a side <laughs> piece game, dude. It's something you do in between other oh, games. And it's- why did I leave Doom Eternal for... Her? <laughs> <laughs> But then Isabel comes and it's all worthwhile. I mean there's there's new stuff to do like every month there's there's new bugs to catch there's new fish to catch and mm-hmm. and they they have been adding stuff other than just holidays like they just announced their big June update where you can swim now, which yeah, is a first which is, for animal crossing. you
0: know not great for people in the southern hemisphere for whom it's winter right now so everything's yeah. frozen over <laughs> but this is true. but you this always get good. to meet great new villagers. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been very impressed with the animal speak Because it sounds like it's just randomized gibberish But what they're actually doing is saying each letter like, yes. very fast. So, sometimes it sounds like the actual words that you're saying on yeah. The screen.
4: Yeah, right. they
2: don't They don't combine the letters, they say them. Right. So, speaking of the animals, one of the weirdest things to come up out of this game, and it's been fascinating to watch, but boy, I would never participate in this. And I'm sorry, it seems like insensitive to bring up, given everything going on in the world, but the animal trafficking market that has risen up around certain villagers oh, where yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. the popular villagers and it's like here come here and pay 2 million and I'll get that villager on your island that shit is fucked up yeah. like, like it, it's insane people are paying people
0: ridiculous amounts of money for what is that like that that gray cat in the uh the vest suit. And tie? yeah oh, yeah, the, yeah
3: yeah the hipster cat yeah, like, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just i don't know all that i don't that's a that's a weird part of animal crossing i don't ever touch but like to me this what I loved about this version of Animal Crossing, it reminded me of what I thought Tamodachi life would be. Hmm. Like the full the fully realized version of Tamodachi life is this Animal Crossing, right? Hmm. Like where you can you can build, you can build all this stuff and you can do everything. The crafting, which I get it, like I get a lot of people are tired of crafting video games, but I don't play a lot of video games with crafting in it. So it was hmm. very fun. Like it gave me more of an incentive to go and chop down the trees and find the different pieces of wood in the different trees like i i don't know i really really enjoyed playing One of the things they brought
2: over from the mobile game that worked and i was really happy they brought it over because i was afraid I, I played the the pocket camp for a long time and i'm like oh man this is not true animal crossing and i was really afraid this game would just be that and i was so pleased when it came out and it's like oh no it's it's your traditional animal crossing with a few new mechanics like like the crafting stuff and yeah it's that's the other thing is like Occasionally, you'll just find a new recipe, and then and then the thing you're doing is you're kind of grinding for mats. You know, you're trying to find the materials to 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 craft that recipe. And so, yeah, I, I think they they've hit a sweet spot um, with what you can do in that game. And it's one of those, like I said, it's going to be a game that I'm playing at least a year just to see all the holiday content as a side game in between games, and that's mm. that's all it needs to be. I mean, it's one of the first times I've ever engaged with any online functionality in an Animal Crossing game. Like Michael and I went to, went to Chris's Island. I visited TL. TL, I think, might have been the first island I visited uh, in the game. And it's just like there's yep. there's something special about seeing your friend's islands. You know, it's, it's really I fun. Tried.
1: I think the, the, the high point of my experience was designing my flag, which was just Nicolas Cage walking off the bus in Con Air with air flowing through his hair
2: <laughs> but like i've been i've been flattered so many people because i i like spend time michael you've been to my island like i like mm-hmm. it to look nice and yeah. i've had several people compliment and, like and,
0: and you get into it like i remember i i walked out of the airport and you were like waiting there and then did like a surprise emote and ran away and you were wearing like a ninja mask <laughs> and i saw you like sneaking around in the background the whole yes. time.
4: yes <laughs>
2: But like you know, my town tune is the Final Fantasy uh, mm-hmm. interlude song and stuff like that. Like mine, I love mine is the doing Game that.
0: Over theme from Ninja Gaiden. There you go. There you go. Uh,
2: da,
3: da, I think my,
0: da, 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 I think mine
3: was the first uh, couple bars of Robo of the Robo Roll. bump bum, 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 bum. Like I I did that. Mm-hmm. I forgot what yeah. my flag was. I did something really cool for my flag, but I forgot. My town's dead to me. Um that was the one thing. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's I, and, I give
0: it over to the weeds now.
3: Exactly. The town is now run by cockroaches and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stopped playing for a week and then I was like, Oh, I can never go back. I will not ever deal you'll with
2: be, You'll be back. Christmas well, time you'll be as,
3: back. As someone said to me,
0: it's like it's not like your villagers are gonna gang up on you and be like, Where have you been?
2: Like they actually do. Do they? <laughs> yeah, it's annoying as fuck. Huh. It's like, oh, even even if you play on a regular basis and you just don't stop to talk to them, mm-hmm. after like three days, they're like, hey, you must have been really busy, huh? Because, you, you, you know, we yeah. haven't talked in so long. Oh, man, I, like,
0: had a, right. I had a dream last night that we talked forever. And we haven't. And I woke up and I realized we haven't talked to me in weeks.
3: Yeah, I don't feel like getting nagged by Rocket. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm just never going back. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I built my wrestling ring. On top of the, my island that I I built an extra cliff for and that's all I need now. Yeah. It's 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 done.
2: I, I think, so just a couple last things because I know we had to move on is like the, the other big game changer, I really think the terraforming they added to this game mm-hmm. is amazing. It's like, hey, you're not going to get the perfect island right off the bat, but you can make any island now exactly what you want it to be with that. And that's really cool. And that's, it takes the longest time to unlock that as a feature. You know, that yeah. and then I will say the one fall, they need to get a little better with the updates. Like Easter at least had like the complete furniture set. I'm still, I know, I know the wedding event technically had that, but it kind of seemed like a pain in the ass to get the full set. Like they, I'm waiting for that next big event, like where we can get like the fall furniture set. Cause that's like old school animal crossing where where it feels like a big kind of seasonal event, you know? Anyway. Uh,
0: All right. Yeah. We should move on to
5: number two. Oh, look at those talons That
1: is a Velociraptor
5: Actually, it's a De... Deoninicus
1: Pretty sure these are Velociraptors Yeah I mean, at least that's what they called them in this movie I saw no joke,
2: because Jurassic Park was
1: wrong.
0: Wow, number <laughs> two. Number
1: two is the only good flashback in Last of Us Two.
2: <laughs> Clever girl. Sure. That's a that's a hat on a dinosaur mm-hmm. right there. Gemma. Hat on several dinosaurs.
0: Yep. And oh Joel, man, you play your cards right. Last oh. of
2: Us Two. Yeah, we'll last be talking of us about two. this. Uh, we'll be recording this soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little spoiler cast. Yeah, um, on
1: Patreon.com slash Laser Time. What BGA Guided third episode?
2: Yeah. Guide in, please. Guide in this
0: uh this might have affected me more than a lot of games in recent years um mm. oh, but, yeah, I
1: think we should probably still steer clear of spoilers yeah
0: yeah we yeah, should and and good. uh even the the clips I pulled are mostly clear of spoilers so I will talk about um I think a lot of the dialogue especially early on in the game is very cute and endearing in that uncharted kind of way and you can kind of see like. The same, like, oh, yeah, you, you, you've got, like, a bunch of smooth talkers writing your, your romantic dialogue. What are you doing?
5: I asked you to rate our kiss. I don't know. I give it a six. A six? Wow. Like, a solid six. Okay. There are a lot of people around. Yeah, but six. Oh. What? I mean, now I really want to know how you'd rate it. I don't think you do. You're infuriating. Have you met
1: you?
0: I think I cut about a minute of long, meaningful silence (laughs) out of that, but...
1: (laughs) That changes everything. I want this lower on my list now. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) I voted voted to have it here.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, No, I, I adore The Last of Us. I... Killing dudes in this game just, like, fucking up militia guys is fun as shit. Don't let anybody tell you different. This yeah, is I, a really fun fucking game.
2: One of the things I have to give this game a lot of credit for and this... So I I was playing this game wrong most of the game, and I knew that. So I had gotten so used to The Last of Us 1 where I hated fucking up and getting out of stealth sequences because I'm like, no, I need to play this as intended, and every kill is a stealth kill... And then toward the end, because it's a pretty long game, mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it. I don't want to have to repeat everything. And then I saw like, oh, shit. They created a really good action game where if you get out of stealth, it's okay because they've given you so many tools. And the combat is amazingly fun in this game. Yeah. Like, it's it can be, because you guys were saying like, oh, it, it feels more like Uncharted. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's still the last of us. And I'm like, I did, now nice I know
1: what you mean. Not in terms of its combat. I think its combat is... Yeah. A little dog shitty in terms really? of like, there's, yeah, there's not real, like, if, if you get the, if you get, if you have to face down more than three people in a close proximity, you
2: can't do shit in yeah, that You
1: game. can. Yeah. There's <laughs> always tools. Yeah.
2: So, so it, it, part of my problem too is, is I'm, I'm a hoarder in video games. I hate using my powerful items. And mm-hmm. once I learn, like, I should use these stun grenades, I should use these yeah. pipe bombs, like, it opens like, up so much more of
0: that game. I'm, I'm going through this game again on a New Game Plus, and New Game Plus lets you keep all of your weapons and upgrades and other things from f- when you finish the game, so I'm doing things with items that I probably shouldn't have. Like, um, for instance, there's a scene fairly early on where you discover a bunch of hanged and disemboweled bodies for the first time and like oh man someone else came through here who's even more fucked up than me and uh then as you're exfiltrating like uh, the friends of said bodies come in and they're like oh no i gotta cut them down it's the only decent thing to do and what i did was like i i figured out okay where is that guy who says i'm gonna cut them down gonna gonna run to to cut them down and i put a uh, uh proximity mine there and yeah. another proximity yeah. mine at the opening and i just like went into that that area from a balcony and like watched them come in and the guy just like fucking tore ass over to this place where the the ropes were tied and just blew up so yeah spectacularly just chunks of flesh in every Great. direction then and his friends you, you hit are. a mine and and <laughs> exploded too and then they're like oh shit we're under attack spread out find him
1: you yeah. you are the the fucking wow raid at a, at a friend's
2: funeral. <laughs> it's, Hell yeah! So so yeah, actually, I'd, I'd say one of the faults the game has—they're fake
0: people. It doesn't matter.
2: There's that. Uh, is is like there's a little bit of trial and error with certain things. Where yeah, you're going to die, and then because it plays out exactly the same time, like there's a lot of scripted stuff in this game of like enemies going to the exact same points. Is like you almost sometimes I would I would do this, and this is I know this is on me. It's like I don't want to cheat because I know where they're going, and I would make it harder on myself to be like, I could just put a mine there because I know he's going to walk there, but that yeah. feels cheap sometimes, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like, well, I don't... Ellie you, wouldn't know. I just... I, I
1: yeah, it, was, I it hard to get away from some of those mines as fast as you needed to, but I still... The save system was pretty generous. It's almost in between kills. It's yeah, a, no,
2: the, it auto-saves a lot.
1: In it, it's sort of frustrating because if you wanted to do, like, an unbroken line in an area... Yes. It's almost impossible to do if you get killed once.
2: Yeah, a lot of the time I'd be like, oh, shit, I want to go back to a checkpoint, and it would have been like, oh, it says less than a minute. I'm like, oh, no, I really... They they do have the secondary thing, which is restart an encounter, but sometimes that would take you too far back, and mm. it's like, oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. You know. But it's, it's, you know, again... That's like me wanting to play the game the way I want to play it versus maybe the way the devs intended. Um,
4: I don't
1: know that anybody got to play this game the way they wanted it. To. I, I, I I'm, I'm excited to talk more about it because I, I enjoyed my experience, but I enjoy it mostly for being frustrated and made to feel very weird in, in good ways.
2: I was, I was never
0: frustrated, I don't think. It was.
2: Yeah. There, there was one part that I told you about, Michael, that I was frustrated. and You're like, oh yeah, I know that part is frustrating, and that's it. It's, it's I was, one... I mentioned, I mentioned it was Oh yeah, week. yeah, no, I, I know exactly I'm
1: not the guy me. in here who who is best with dealing with game story, but I found myself yearning and begging for narrative closure. Yeah, to not just you know the thing, um, but like, but like, not to
0: anything. spoil too much, but they do something that is just like, what is this pacing? You got us to a cliffhanger, and then you just like. Hey, how about some more of these great flashbacks? There's a
2: lot of flashbacks.
1: Yeah, this game does. I think it. I don't think it was necessary, and I don't. I don't think it worked in that sense. But I'm I'm glad I went to those areas because, like, those are my favorite places in the game,
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and and, and some of my favorite gameplay. But it's also like, what was the point of this? Like, this didn't. This is. This did not help prove a point at all.
2: So one
1: of talk about everything.
2: One of the ways you described it, Chris, at times, and I'm like, yeah, I could see what you mean, is like, so sometimes there's long segments between combat and you're like, this game can almost feel like life is strange more more than, mm. <laughs> more than the last of us. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But I almost feel like that's also like, Naughty Dog's strong suit is like, they're the human touches they give mm-hmm. the game. And especially with things like the environmental storytelling, or like, if you, yeah. go, if you go into a character's room, it feels like, joel's room or ellie's room and you're like yeah there's there's personality here and and so it's like that's that's part of it if you're not down to like explore that stuff it's Mm -hmm. like well well you'll
0: still get a sense of it from the ambient conversations that pop up between the characters
5: when i first got to jackson i was so overwhelmed by all the people i was overwhelmed by all the food i remember my first week just gorging myself Stuffing food in all my pockets for later like it was going to run out. I saw that. You did not. I did. I remember thinking, who is this string bean girl stealing all the jerky? I
0: didn't steal that much jerky. And uh, more often than not, Ellie gets exactly what she deserves after The Last of Us won.
5: Ellie, I think Shimmer's getting sick. What? How can you tell? She sounds a little hoarse. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, fuck you and your knock knock joke, Sally.
2: Look, she was reading from a book in the first yeah, one. Uh, that, you can't that's put true. that on her.
0: But I like that other people keep doing it to her in this game. Just like, oh, I, I heard a really lame dad joke. I'm like, okay, great. Shoot. Let's hear it.
2: <laughs> I know. Like, that's what she got known for. And she's like, why have I been
4: saddled uh-huh. with this? Yeah, this this <laughs> is my thing
0: now. <laughs> oh yeah but we love we love last of us part two or at least i did part Uh, two part two please i love a
1: lot of things about it i think it's it's i don't know i I stand by what i said i want to i want to say new stuff about it i just don't want to ruin it for anyone because but we
0: will we will ruin the shit out of it in our spoiler
1: cast which we will record later
0: this week and put up soonish
1: it's a game i'll I'll never stop thinking about but i also Mm. am uh, not happy with a lot of the decisions that were made yeah
0: yeah. Understandable. Yeah. And, and right, that's I another I, thing. I, I, I want to I, make I, it clear. Like, I really enjoyed this game, but I totally understand anyone who's like, you know what? The real world is, is horrifying enough. I don't need this in my life right now. Like, I get it. I get it. I And that's fine. Like,
3: it'll always be here. You can come it, back to it if you want.
2: It does I, make me wonder
3: how I much of me in my time with that, Michael, because that's definitely <laughs> me right now. I just I I'm going to enjoy this game. Mm-hmm. Not right now. <laughs> like, this isn't yeah. the, the perfect time for it. I for,
0: mean, me. For, for me, this was very cathartic right now. I mean, it was like, I'm going to stab so many dudes in the neck. Hmm. <laughs> it did I, make me. wonder, I am though, the like- wrath of God descending upon Seattle. I will kill all you whole dear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ludo narrative dissonance. It's a very very doom kind
0: of game. Well, actually that that is something we can talk about briefly is that I have seen people talking about this game in ludo narrative dissonance but with the idea that like this is finally saying like what if a real person acted like a video game character? There's there's no ludo narrative dissonance, which is the idea that like the things you do in the game are different than the things the character would do in cutscenes. I disagree because yeah. I feel like cutscene Ellie I think canonically is sneaking her way through all these encounters. I don't think she's slaughtering her way through a Seattle militia. Right. But, but she yeah, can. Yeah, there's, there's some
2: scenes where she is a bastard and uh-huh. people react to her being a bastard, but it's yeah. nowhere near as horrific, like, the reactions she would actually get for some of the stuff she does, like, yeah,
0: yeah it's, like it's still so You bad. just set five men on fire and then let zombies eat them.
2: Oh my god. I, I stopped using Molotovs against the humans after doing it once, and I came across their pile of charred corpses, and I was like, you know, it's okay when I do it against the mushroom zombies. Mm-hmm. Somehow when I do it against the humans and then they react to their buddy's remains... And they they yeah. call, call up their name specifically, Helen! <laughs> <laughs> Chad! Yeah. Or... yeah. And as a dog lover, this mm-hmm. game can be tough. It can yeah. be yeah. really yeah. tough. And,
0: and I'll say again, uh, tougher... Like, I, we we were talking a couple of weeks ago and and uh, saying, like, I, I had been reading that, like, oh, God, if you kill the dogs, they have names and their owners will mourn them. And that sounds terrible. And you were saying, like, we'll kill the handlers first. And so I did that. <laughs> and it's like listening to the dog mourn is so much worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I was just like, I'm not going to kill a fucking dog. Any way I can get out of this without killing a dog, I'll do it. Turns out you can't. And by the end yeah. of it, I'm just like so fuck ready to be done with it. I'm like, hey. Honey, come in the room, watch me murder this dog. dog. <laughs> oh, dog, shoot it in the face. Let's get this over with quickly.
2: If anything, yeah, one of my complaints about the game is they give you so many tools. And so, like, the dogs are, they're supposed to be this super challenging thing because they, they can detect your scent.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: then my solution, when, it, when I told you, like, well, kill the owner first, and then, yeah, the dog mourns if you're quick enough just kill them both in rapid succession with a thing like a bow where no one can detect you and it's like they give you too many tools so that it almost makes combat easier and i'm like maybe i should yep. be playing on a harder difficulty where i don't i don't know that, that would they would take away some of those tools i
1: mean I, th-
0: I thought moderate yeah. was pretty fun um,
4: and that, that, that that's a the thing moment that i would in
1: the game to that i had significant trouble with and it wasn't a boss it was just like a an encounter where i had to do too many things and switch too many weapons
4: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: a little too little ammo for that part it was yeah. infuriating, but it only happened once. Everything else I could just kind of smooth through on, on normal.
2: I, I got the sense, yeah, I played on moderate as well. That I was like, oh, I might be a little too good for this mode because I was always topped off on my resources. It was never, I never felt like, oh shit, I'm I'm out of an, any of these items, you know. So I'm like, yeah, maybe next time, new game plus, I'll play the next difficulty up and see
3: see mm-hmm. what happens there. Yeah. yeah. Now, has anyone done like a montage of Ellie killing people? To toss salad and uh, scrambled eggs, because <laughs> Tim Tim, Tur-
4: Tim Turry yeah, that's
3: He was like, he goes, "Yeah, there, there's two legends that went from Boston to Seattle," mm-hmm. and it was a picture of Ellie and Fraser Crane. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I I have to do this now. Now I have to I have to do like a montage of her. Murdering people with yeah. with a salad and scrambled day. Yeah, do it, man. Uh I, I saw a video
0: that or that got tweeted out. Somebody tweeted out the the quote of in in an era when all other video games are John Wick, uh Last of Us Two is Schindler's List, and then underneath that was like a video of Ellie just like this perfectly choreographed murder spree that is exactly like something out of John Wick. So it's like, yeah, maybe the the appropriate quote would be in an an era when most games are John Wick. Last of Us 2 is extremely John Wick. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. The way I play it, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyway that's probably enough Last of Us Part 2 talk for now we will record a spoiler cast
3: uh,
1: which you can shut off your crunchy roll
3: (laughs) you can't hear my crunchy roll that was my phone turning back on Mm -hmm. so I can have a camera again
0: (laughs) you can can download that spoiler cast eventually from patreon.com slash laser time but in the meantime here's one we already have done a spoiler cast on patreon.com slash laser time
4: You're not real. You're... dead. I am. I
0: killed you with my own... (sighs) Oh, you need not remind me. It was the crowning moment of our time together. But that was then, and this
4: is now.
0: Oh, that's my favorite monkey song. What (laughs) game is this?
3: Kingdom Hearts 3.1 yes. uh, of no, <laughs> a, no. vision, a Vision Quest of Sephiroth. Mm-mm. Uh Mm-mm. <laughs> this is Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 1. This game is Part 1 we're assuming.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like I like the rumor that like it this is called Final Fantasy 7 Remake and the next couple won't be called that because they
3: can't. Hmm. Yeah, um this game is really good. I it it, it hurts me because this is what a Kingdom Hearts game should have been forever. Yeah. Um, wow. Nomura. Just, I have talked a lot of shit about Tetsuya and Nomura, and I continue will, because I don't think he's a great person, and I think he's a bad designer. But, this game? Just really pretty, fucking good. Pretty it's fucking really great. Really good.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> it's crazy, because, like I said, I, I, I really mean it. I think this has always been his design of what a final like uh, what a Kingdom Hearts or a Final Fantasy would have should be like I I really think like this would have been more in line what his mm. Final Fantasy versus thirteen would have been
4: mm. as opposed
3: to what it you know what it became. Um, there's a lot of, you can see. There's a lot of like design elements from the stuff like the fully the fully like the fully vision stuff that he did with Kingdom Hearts, especially when you look at the, towards the end of Kingdom Hearts and that Kingdom Hearts DLC. A lot of that DNA is in here, um, but. Just outside of that, the complete retooling of the story, making avalanche characters like it like these like three dimensional characters. Um Yeah, who cared yes. about Biggs Wedge and Jesse? I mean <laughs> No one did. They're throwaway characters. Who even and remembered like, them? Yeah, and uh well I did, but I mm. love Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. And that's the thing. I love Final Fantasy Seven. I'm probably the only person on here who has a very deep nostalgic feel for final fantasy 7 because that was my my first final fantasy mm. and this game is literally everything that i would want a final fantasy 7 to be like when i'm like oh hey this is what final fantasy is i, I think of this game it's just it's really great the combat's really good the design is really good the only thing that sucks is like being in those cities a little bit but other than that it's a tremendous game love mm. this game so much Lots, yeah. lots of
0: uh, commentary, like you, you kind of notice going through the game after finishing it, lots of people talking about being sort of uh, locked into their fates.
1: It's because of that great big pizza in the sky that people down there gotta struggle to survive. Shinra sucks up Mako while the soil
2: turns to dust. The air fills with smog and the flowers die. Then leave and don't look back. <sighs> That's what's always worked for me. Well, that's all well and good. If you're only out for yourself. But the folks down there don't have the luxury of choice, you know.
3: Like this train, I suppose. There's only one way it can go.
0: Hmm. Or is there?
3: Yeah, like I said, I think with the limitations of this game and the fact like it was just doing Midgar, I think you had to make those other characters more three-dimensional right because mm-hmm. like when i think about it you don't get you don't get the full barrett wallace character until after midgar right like yeah. you don't get like his full evolution until then so i i just the the something added on was really great going to the upper plate which is something that was never like has never been done before like was mind-boggling to me and you got to see the actual dichotomy of of the slums and people who live in the upper plate. Like, it's such a really good, like, like you said, the commentary on it was surprisingly really well done. And Namora still got to do his dumb m- 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 uh, Namora bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it made sense. Like, who are all these, these hidden people in cloaks? What are these ghosts? Like, it's the dumb shit he I, always I just loved. assumed they were
0: refugees from Kingdom
3: Hearts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that, there's a, there is a there is a way where you can link this to Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I thought
2: they were refugees from Harry Potter uh, after J.K.
0: Rowling. I mean, they, how they, she's they, been they lately? They're, like, they're like no.
3: They did look like dementors, didn't they?
2: They they look exactly like dementors.
0: Yeah, they dude.
3: more actually look like members of Organization thirteen, which oh, are yeah. part of Kingdom Hearts. Cool. If you see those cloaks, that you know that they can travel through space and time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know and that's
0: it. what's going to disappoint us all. Is that like the next one's going to come out and it's just like oh you're just linking this directly to Kingdom Hearts and this is just how it explains how the fantasy characters <laughs> up no. in Kingdom Hearts. Please no,
3: no, I, I, I want it. I want it. I need that to happen. Actually, that would be the vest, that way everyone else can feel like, feel the pain that I felt for 20 years. disgusting. No, please don't do that. Why
0: would you wish that on anyone when you could have a Cloud Tifa erythruple?
5: I'm game. Huh? Uh, But it'll be fine. We've got a bodyguard, don't forget. Mine. (sighs) Right?
3: Ghosts aren't my thing. Uh
0: you're just being modest
4: after you
2: mind letting me go then
0: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> had to have all the
3: uh, meaningful
0: anime grunts
3: I will say this um, as, as someone who's been on the front lines of the waifu wars uh, mm-hmm. the Tifa um, era, I've always been team Tifa this game, well, this game introduced Jesse, the best girl of the mall. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, okay,
2: I'm Team Jesse
3: all the way. Uh, but the
2: girl of, whose
0: armor would probably smash her sternum if she ever took a bullet to the chest. We That's don't, true. we
3: don't, we don't think about that. We don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, Earth had got like her character in in this game had like was able to be built so well, and it came out of nowhere. I I love what they did with Aerith. Um, the boss fights were really fun yep. and intriguing. Um, the turfs are actually threatening. That's something that's really great. Yeah. Like I, I just the, I, the, turks, not the turks,
0: not the turfs, not the turks. turks yes, yeah.
2: sorry, I, I brought up
3: Jake <laughs> <Hall> earlier.
2: <laughs> the turks. The
3: Turks, yes.
2: <laughs> now, I, I have to admit, when they first announced this game in 1984, I was very skeptical of a Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake. I was just like, really, why do you need to do that? And then kind of going and looking, I realized like, oh yeah, actually that game... I remember it very fondly, but nothing about the original has aged well. Even the mm. cinematics at the time, which I remember in my head is like these amazing movie quality cinematics, they're not great. And so, like I'm like, you know what? It is time because this is an important RPG, the probably the most important Final Fantasy game. Like, easy there, fans of nine. I didn't say the best. Yeah. I just said it's the but, most but, important yeah, the most Final, Final Fantasy important. ever. I'd agree with that. This was yeah, like totally the
0: key to making. Final Fantasy, and briefly, JRPGs in general, a mainstream yeah. American
2: success.
1: And, you, and even the PlayStation, man. It's, it's it's too important to gaming in general. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
2: so they, they could have fucked this up. And the fact that they pulled this off and and still split it into these, you know, this is part one, and and it's still like, no, this is, this, this is justified in being a part one. They put so much game in here. I'm like, hey man, kudos to you, Square, because they yeah, this could have gone so wrong, and yet is one of my favorite JRPG experiences of the year. And and we have another one on here with Trials. Like I, this this game and Trials of Mana kind of put me on a JRPG kick this year, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going back to back with 40 plus hour games. Fuck it, what else am I going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the- and, and,
0: and and I have to say, like you say, best JRPG. Like it doesn't feel like a JRPG. <laughs>
2: Yeah, really? well, you know what it feels like to me is the new JRPG is yeah, like it doesn't this, offend trans people. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, yeah. But this game is like it's it really is Final Fantasy 16 because it took the 15 fighting engine and improved upon it and put in some of this turn-based options in there. And I'm like, had they called this 16, which of course they can not because it's a seven remake. I'm like, yeah, this this would have just been a fine. I
1: actually Final like the Fantasy theory that's, that's what it's leading towards. So that this this is 16.
2: I I want to
0: talk briefly about the weirdness that our list is bookended by two Square Enix remakes of 90s RPGs that both threw us for a loop in terms of how key things are pronounced. I never thought Mako was Mako. I never imagined Mana was Mana. Just wanted to get that out there.
2: I, oh. I, yeah, I agree with you, and that's why uh, yeah. I don't feel bad ever when I mispronounce a name of an old gaming thing on the show. <laughs> like, oh, no one was there to teach
3: us. Well, I mean, it. I would. I still say it by mana because when I put it on yes. the Japanese audio, audio they say seconded sets to three shadills of mana. So yes, correct. I will. I will say mana. That's how. I, I, I don't give a shit what that bad voice acting says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good attitude. <answer. laughs> But no, I, I think it was, I think it was such a really good year of reimagining what we thought a remake was too. Right, like a, a game that's not on this list that I've super loved this year is Persona Five Royal,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, which is the best version of which, Persona Five, which
0: might make it onto this list, except that it is an enhanced version of a game that came out. Yeah, last it's year, it's so. just
3: the golden enhancement to Persona Four, right? Is it just no? It's like they they've actually they retooled the fighting they retooled the battle system where. Because they, they introduced a lot more demons, so a lot more demons got introduced that don't have, um, that don't have like affinities mm-hmm. to that. So they actually retooled the battle system to where like you get more technicals, and technicals are now things that you aim for. And each status element means a lot more. Like, there's a lot more like underneath the hood mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that makes this game really great, but. Um, I I did like them adding the new character. I did like them retooling the boss fights because they they did completely retool the boss fights for the game. It felt more like it's more like the Pokemon Yellow to a Pokemon Red and Blue. Like it's not a it's not a remake. It's not yeah. a remake like one hundred percent like the other games. Like those other games hmm. fundamentally change what those games yeah. are. But as a as a re release as like a, as a reimagining of Persona Five. Like this, if you tell me, like, hey, I want to play Persona Five, it's play Wario. Like that's that's the game you want right. to
2: play. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's what we're saying, it's not like they created all new assets for the game. They there's they're, they're, they're yeah. using most of the character art, level art, all that stuff. And yeah, they've they've changed some rule sets and they they've streamlined some things, especially with the way the days work and stuff. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. not saying that's not a good game, it's just not necessarily a brand new. Yeah. Game.
0: And I want to say that as divisive as the voice acting is, the English voice acting is in Trials of Mana, the uh English voice acting in FF Seven remake is indispensable. Uh, shout out to Fred Tatasciore as Don Corneo.
3: As everyone knows, villains only divulge their plans in a certain situation. But what is that situation?
5: Oh, I'm sorry, time's up. The answer lies
0: in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> Mild spoilers there, he dumps you down a trapdoor.
3: Big surprise.
2: He, he is just such a loathsome, <laughs> fucking really despicable is. guy in this
4: game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just it was a really that voice cast was really, really good. Yeah. Um Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, um it, it's just I I, like I said I, I could talk about like my love for that game a million times. It's just it was a really, really fun video game. Yeah. Um yeah, it, yeah I just I loved it.
2: I, I could I could easily see a few of the games on our list falling off by the end of the year list, but that game is like—it's
1: far and away my number one. Here's yeah, it's going to be toward one. the top of the list. Yeah, definitely.
0: it'll be it'll be difficult to unseat Final Fantasy. I only
1: it's voted for last like... two for not
3: having played many other things. Oh my God, you should have voted! You should have voted for Street of Rage four. Okay. I did.
2: Michael, I, I wanted you to make a case for a game that none of us could play but you played that I have been hearing a lot of game of the year talk about oh, it, Half-Life, Half-Life Alex. Alex. Yes. Yeah,
0: no, yes. it's great. It is a basically a fully featured Half Life game that, that I saw know, some
1: footage today and I was very irritated. It looked really fucking cool.
0: It looks it is it it really looks cool. And it's not maybe not quite as fast paced as Half Life 2 because of the constrictions of VR hardware, but the fact that like you are being thrust into a fully realized world, and like all this stuff around you is interactive, and uh, you you just kind of get immersed in this, and uh, you get kind of scared of head crabs, and then you start to realize like, oh, I can pick up these corpses that are lying around for effect to make me feel scared, and just sort of shake them around like silly ragdolls. Like this is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, it's I, it's a fun game. It's um, the I just shootings wish more really. more people can play it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out. So, this is. I, I voted for a game that I don't think anyone else here really played, but Ori and the Will of the Wisps is I, I an played amazing game. It. It's just like.
0: Meh, it didn't quite click with me the way that it, Ori and the, the Blind Forest did.
2: I mean, cause, maybe because it's not necessarily doing much new, at least mm. at first, from Ori and the Blind Forest. But yeah, it, the it is. The first one didn't
1: do anything new.
2: It feels Ori, so good, feel that game. That I, I I really liked it. And it's, and it's a beautiful game. And it's like. It's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, there's no excuse not to try you know, it.
3: But, if but you he, also have Game Pass, uh should try Streets of Rage four. Streets of Rage 4, is a zero. Uh, it's So it's so good. It's like being this it's like playing a new Sega game, like a new Genesis game in the year twenty twenty. Hmm. Uh really great the music's it, fantastic. It probably would have done better with me
0: if it weren't for the fact that, like, oh, you're expected to finish each level on three lives and if you have to continue, you get booted back to the beginning yeah. of the level.
2: Did not like that at all. Yeah. Exactly.
1: died more than once. So.
0: I, I, yeah, I know, I did. Um, I feel like I hit my stride with it more the last time I went back and played and just, like, using Axel, like, oh, okay, you can... Like do some really interesting combos with the attack that drains your life, but if you kill the enemies,
1: then you get the life back. So I, I have there. only played with two people, so I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: Oh yes, yeah, See, I've only played it alone, and and it it does ramp up the difficulty. I want to say after the police station, it's like yeah, you'll you'll start to die a lot in that yeah. game, a lot more often.
3: Yeah, it's just like I said. I I'm a big fighting game fan. There's a lot of there's a lot of fighting game like mechanics into it. Um, a lot learning like learning how to cancel, when to cancel, learning when to adjust frames and stuff like that. That's kind of the the key in that game. I don't know. I really enjoyed lo- like uh, I really enjoyed playing that, especially like being able to unlock Adam. And then like you have the original three characters from Streets of Rage. Like it's just I don't know. It's a really great love letter for Streets of Rage. The other thing I was and, like, there's a Roger cameo, which I love because wow. Roger's like Roger the, the kangaroo. Gre- Roger the kangaroo. Is, how about Skate? Works- is he in there? It's not, and that's oh. the only thing that would, like, that stops me, like, when you ask, like, what gives you the edge? Trials or, or uh, Streets of Rage? Uh, Skate not being in there is the reason why I, mm. I, I, I over Trials. I love Skate. Skate's one of my favorite characters. Even though, um, Adam's daughter... She's, like,
2: on- yeah, I was gonna say, why would you play as Adam when you got his daughter? She's amazing. She's great. She is,
3: she's the only character that has a dash, which... Makes that game a whole lot easier. Yeah,
2: my one of my big complaints about that game is that it moves so slowly. I'm just like, Jesus! And and once you unlock her, or once you play as her, you're like, oh shit! Every character should have a dash. Like, maybe maybe different characters go different speeds, but that's that game feels way better with a dash.
3: And we talk about representation. It's a game that has a Pacific Islander, uh, two black characters, um, like two female characters. Like, I I don't know. I just really love that game a lot. It's really fun. It's pretty cool.
4: Cool.
0: And a middle-aged beardo, which, you know, I really connect with. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Final Fantasy VII Remake is our game of the half-year, our gothy. How do you feel about that, Barrett? (laughs) There it is. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases and news, a bunch of other stuff. So stay tuned
5: a good boy who never stops
4: get
1: scratching Hello, fellow nerf herders. Did you not like Last Jedi, Rise of the Skywalker, or would you just prefer a majority of Star Wars fans take a slow walk into a volcano? What I'm saying is, are you sick of Star Wars? Well, I thought I was, but my co-hosts Jeremy and Adam beg to differ, except when they don't. Get ready for a whole lot of love, a whole lot of hate, and a whole lot of geeky therapy in our new series, Sick of Star Wars, with a big, giant question mark, exclusively available at patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a little taste.
4: My monkey. <laughs>
1: Just dementors reaching yeah, out to grab yeah, it's your face, so good. and I want to piss my fucking pants. It's so I good. cannot fit in. The oh ride. no! <laughs> oh. Wait, really? Yes. No, I'm for the viewers at home. I am six six and three hundred and twenty five mm. pounds. Holy <laughs> shit! Not, not extra fat. I mean, certainly you could say a fat guy, but I'm just say too large to fit in any of the rides. Are, are you anymore. kidding? The Is last that... time I went to Universal, in uh, yes, it was a waking Nightmare. Walking around the park, it's hot. Imagine being at an amusement park mm. minus all the fun stuff. Okay. You just go around being disappointed. <laughs> again, I guess and I'll again. have another fourteen dollar churro. And, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I think you'd still like Star Wars Land though, because, because, yeah, because it doesn't, that Harry Potter ride would like takes place inside like your imagination of the characters, but stars the real yeah. actors. Disney's like everything's canon. I was by myself. I, I wanted to pull up the video. <laughs> <laughs> and it just got hassled by like two real stormtroopers dude yeah. And Kylo Ren got in my face because Chrissy was wearing a Star Wars cat Ooh. shirt and like the stormtroopers pulled him away it was so awesome <laughs> it, just, it is, it is so also good. like too, <laughs> too delicately scripted yeah well I think I think how it works they, don't they just have like buttons they press and it like says stuff I think so yeah. but if you've been to Universal like man that fucking Megatron will like he'll tear you down specifically Yeah. will make fun <sighs> of your socks your fucking, <laughs> your fucking Batman shoes Like I love those costumes man they're so cool <laughs> but I was also alone so getting like Hassled uh, at like uh, 955 by two stormtroopers yeah. in a, a semi-empty galaxy's edge. <laughs>
0: That's because your device is scanning a suspicious amount of frequencies. When? Which is suspicious.
4: That's profiling. Dial it back, civilian. All right. Good. Goodbye Dial it back Civilian Alright
1: Oh that's sick of Star Wars Available exclusively at Patreon.com slash Time Along with weekly bonus shows Over 100 movie commentaries Exclusive bonus podcasts And more For just 5 bucks And that's in addition To the brand new show Sick of Star Wars An angst-ridden podcast saga Told in 9 parts Listen long and prosper
2: This is so wizarding
0: and welcome back to our final segment where we will not belabor or talk oh, politics yeah, or... Yeah, no, 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 fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm just... Chris, 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 I'm just going to push the button. I am Come just on. going to push take the button. Time. We don't, we you'll don't you'll have any new releases. Wait. Take no, as much time God,
2: as you need.
0: Okay, no, you're right. Okay. You're right. I should take okay. as much time as I need to. My God! Oh, damn it. Uh, ah, <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Error message. Here we go.
4: Are new releases. They are releasing new.
0: Oh, it's a free-to-play bonanza this week. Um, Mm -hmm. Pokemon Cafe Mix uh, Mm -hmm. out for Nintendo Switch and iOS and Android. Uh, Has anybody had a chance to play this?
2: I did. It looks super cute. It's very cute. It's um, it's not what you think it is at first. It it is very much like a Matt,
0: since you're going to tell me. (laughs)
2: It's 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 not a it's not a match three. It's it's a match several uh, puzzle game, but oh. it, it does introduce a new mechanic that I've never experienced in one of these games before. Where you know, typically, like on the game board of these puzzle games, the the gems or what have you are kind of set; they're fixed. You can't uh-huh. move them. You might just be able to swap the place of two. With this game, you're just trying to get like uh, like Pokemon and, and really like colors next to each other. But you can kind of jumble them around the board. Like you put your finger on one and then it'll it'll grab onto the one next to it and then you can just drag your finger around the whole board until you've collected every huh. pokemon of that color cuz the point usually in the puzzles is to like br- you like you can like break this these little ice things in the drinks by like putting pokemon next to them when when they disappear so it's less about like oh how do i deal with what the board is giving me at any time and more just it seems like one of these games, but but maybe for littler kids, because it's like that's what they would want to do in those games. Is like, well, I want to be able to drag this wherever I can, you know? And it's, it's very, very twee, and the theme is mm. very cute. It's like within a minute, you're going to get a Pikachu in a hat, because why wouldn't you want a Pikachu in a hat or an Eevee in a hat? So I'm looking at it right now. Is it is it
0: like Sumsum at all? Because it, it looks a
2: lot like Tsum Tsum. I didn't play the Sumsum Sum game, but but the the in terms of the character designs and stuff, no, they're not. They don't look like Sum Sums, like little balls. Of, I mean, they're still still very rounded little faces. Oh, you mean on the game board? Yes, on yes. the game board they are. But like in the cutscenes between levels and stuff, because mm-hmm. there's actually that's there's a kind of a story premise to this game, which is you are running this Pokemon cafe and you're you're trying to help pokemon to build up friendships with them so that they will join your staff at your cafe Mm because every pokemon has like a unique bonus power that they're better at certain puzzles than others so there's there's depth here but it's hey dude for a free game and if you like puzzle games like this it's very cute and i I, i'd say why not try it you know i haven't tried it on switch though but on on ios it's great hmm no that's pretty cool
0: yeah, again, it looks super cute, and uh, I don't understand why I have to build up a relationship with the Pokemon. Wouldn't they normally just come to me and say, "Hey, I need a job," and I'm like, "Okay, fill out an application," and uh, then I'll <laughs> whatever.
2: Right, case. and then you throw you throw a Pokeball at him as soon
0: uh-huh. as that application is filled. It's out. better <laughs>
2: than an awkward interview. Trust me,
4: <laughs> your
3: your relationships with Pokemon are very in depth, and in, mm-hmm. in like in, like in in my game, son, in, in uh, Sword and Shield. Adam and Pokemon Curry and go camping with them. They're like children. Uh, and i that's a lot of responsibility. Well, except Have right, I don't find share the right any of the
2: curry with them. They get to watch me eat.
4: Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think part
2: of the charm of this game might be the fact that You can actually uh, have people dining indoors at an establishment, which feels like something that we'll never get back as a country.
1: Look at all this shit in our fucking conference call that I have behind me to not have to throw away my own drinking glasses. Yeah,
0: those are the same fast food glasses I've been looking
3: at for like weeks now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't like being down here and I try and minimize it as much.
3: Clearly. Well, they don't allow coughing or wheezing uh, in any of those establishments. That's a really good Pokemon yeah. joke. Now it's over your head. I understand yep.
0: it. So. Sure. <laughs> those are, yeah. Those are all Pokemons. I get it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, it was it was awkward when I couldn't let a Pikachu into my establishment because he refused to put on a mask. I was like, this is, you fucking asshole. What are you doing?
0: And then he started screaming and throwing things and making a big spectacle while his, his friend Pichu was filming the whole thing on his phone. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, also out this week, trek mania. Uh, full disclosure: mm. I work for a publisher Ubisoft, which put it out. But uh, it is a like you guys like the trial series at all? Yeah, like these these and puzzle Trek racers. Mania. It's, but I, I like Trackmania as well. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like that. I am
3: that also a fan of Trackmania
0: with with an F one car and uh, a track editor. So the wow. the starter. Uh, version of this you can download for free uh, from again you play in epic game store and yeah. then there are several uh, paid tiers above that to give you different levels of access to the creator and community features um, but the important thing at least at least for me like I've, I've played a bunch of the, the tracks uh, they are a lot of fun it's the sort of thing that's like these are not straightforward races they are weird obstacle races that will challenge you to do things like find the right angle and speed to uh, go from like one uh, completely vertical ramp to another one that's parallel to it on the way back down. And continue racing around and get the best time and avoid all the obstacles and sometimes race upside down. Or hit a pad that will uh, activate super turbo or give your car jets that let it fly
2: with limited control for a little while. They're, they're very OCD, like the Trials games where it's like if you mess any little thing up, if you're like me, you're going to hit that button to go back. And yeah. fortunately, like the loading, it's it's instantaneous. Like yep. there's no load times. When yeah, you can, do that you can
0: hit just... a button to reset the track at any time.
2: Um, yeah. And yeah. and you, the, the goal
0: is to get the best time and to get gold and yes. uh there there is a i think f- relatively small selection of tracks at first but it will be updated regularly and yeah. as i said you can uh there's there's a track editor you can download tracks other people have made uh so it's it's pretty awesome
2: yeah but i've always admired trackmania games mostly from a distance because it's like yeah the racing stuff is fun but it it gets you sucked in and i'm like I really don't want to do that for my mental health because it it if you have any level of OCD, it feeds off of that <laughs> and it's like a trials game where you're just like I need I must perfect this track. Yeah, come on, talk about the best game at coming out this week, huh? Right.
1: Ever since the Iron Man,
2: everybody wants their robot. Ah, huh? <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. The Iron Man VR game is coming oh, out. It's yeah. all that's I care right. about. By the time yeah. you hear this, so you, you know, yeah. it's not out yet.
1: It's all I care about, and it's so weird because like. If you, you know, I kind of forget how VR games look when presented in YouTube trailers. Like, wow, this looks like shit. <laughs> but, like, but it's like you, you got to remember what feeling this is going for that can't be shown to you in a trailer. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. In particular, PSVR games, right? Like PSVR games are lower res than even like your your Oculus stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh... But
1: uh, but uh, yeah, I have I have the utmost faith in this. This is the first time, other than a Spider Man freebie, with VR. We have gotten to take control of a famous character in VR. Mm. Yeah. And and, and I love the Spider-Man demo. It's free if you have PSVR. It's great. I I think that might be why I'm a little,
0: eh, about this one. Just was like, well, like the Spider-Man demo, like... I, I don't know.
1: Maybe I loved it.
2: Yeah. Maybe this will be. But really that, cool. those are more tech demos, and that's why mm. you could understand why yeah. they were free. It's like, oh yeah, these are neat. But this yeah, is. But a paid They give me experience. a sense of my
1: powers and and height, and like Iron Man flies and shoots shits from his hands. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. That experiences that they can make you feel like Iron Man in a VR game if you're willing to like turn like I recommend turning on your fan and turning down your lights and cranking up your sound.
2: Mm. The only thing that gives me a little trepidation is they announced this game and then they kind of went radio silent for a long time and then it's like, oh, it's coming this week. Normally, that's a bad sign of a game, but I, I guess with VR, it's kind of like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, just think. People, I've I've been staying
1: up on it. It, it, It's this release It's been locked down for at least three or four weeks, Mm. And, and I'm excited to see it. And but I know. Yeah, it's one of those things because, like, I think did you did you know Facebook locked down the Star Wars VR demo? No, did they? Yeah, yeah. It's like exclusive to Oculus. Like, there is a there is a. I think you can play as fucking Darth Vader. Yeah. And like yeah, the yeah. world is not talking about it because you can't see. Most people can't see it. You can make one choice of VR, and that's kind of it. It's a little more expensive.
5: Yeah. And, and
1: I made mine, and I'm like, I can't wait for this Iron Man opportunity because I'm jealous of everyone who gets to. Do that Vader thing and fucking uh, Oculus Go or whatever. Yeah, is this oh.
2: Sony First Party? That's
1: I think so. Releasing this? Yeah, and that's another weird thing. I think it is
2: because I keep getting it confused but there's that Avengers game from Square that's coming mm. in September, and so my, yes, It couldn't oh. secure any of the likenesses.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about that. That Square uh, Avengers game. Like, I I've never gotten to Destiny, but this is like a Destiny I'm willing to give a shot on. I don't know, hmm. like. Yeah, like the Iron Man thing. Like I'm, I'm never gonna have VR, so I'll never play it. But I'm glad that it's there because it seems like really a really cool idea. Uh, also, my PlayStation Four died, so I can't I play it
1: anyway. <laughs> It'll work on the, on the on the Piss Five. That's what we're calling yeah. it.
3: Yep. The, the, uh,
1: the Piss Cinco.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I just like. I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with these with these Marvel licenses. Like, it now it seems like they're willing to kind of go back into it, and everything that they've done looks really, really interesting. So, I'm very excited to see where we're going to, you know, move forward with that. So,
1: cool, it's fucking bizarre, man. We have we have gone, Jesus, like I would say at least two generations without a full fledged like AAA Marvel game, and what the fuck, what the fuck, Marvel, what have you been doing? Other than making great movies,
0: they licensed all their movie games to Sega, which didn't do a wonderful job with a lot of them.
1: And then just let it go after that. It's just, it's still so bizarre to Mm -hmm. me. It's so bizarre just to not capitalize on that in any way. There weren't even any, were there even any Batman movies out when like Arkham Knight was coming out? Like, I think it was just alone representing Batman because the character is important. Come on.
0: Arkham Asylum might have coincided with like the Dark Knight Rises. I'm not sure. Mm
1: But every other, every other game is just like, no, the character's important and can sustain its own game. I'm like, Marvel doesn't have that? Is that what you're telling me? No. Of course not. Hmm. Fucking assholes.
4: Nah.
1: Uh, and I, yes, I played uh, the Nintendo exclusive game, Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, yeah. It was fine.
2: It was okay. Let's not forget Spider-Man, which is a very yes. important Marvel game and character. Well,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So much so that they're going to have another one coming out later this year.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's going to only only happen from some embittered arrangement with Sony in the first place. So, I know.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. frustrating! Like Sony still owns the rights, but we we're licensing our own character from Sony now.
1: I mean, I know I know good people over there at Sony who mm. want the best for Marvel and or, sorry, who just work in Marvel games and like. I don't get it. Where are these coming? Where are they? What's happening here? What are we waiting for? Gimme. Well,
3: like I said, we're getting our 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 Marvel Destiny. So just, just wait. Okay. How, are you,
2: how are you picking up Destiny vibes? Is that from that big event they did last week where they showed? Yeah, the where they
3: showed off a lot of the gameplay and a lot of the like character action stuff. Like it very much felt like, at least to me, because all the Destiny I've played was like early Destiny. A lot like early Destiny, um... So it's a shooter. Like, not, I would not say a shooter. it's more is it like, like
2: replayable the... missions like Destiny?
3: Like It's, like... yeah, so like, it's for, from that event, did you guys watch the event before I go no. kind of into it? So yeah, so that event, which is like about two hour event, it shows like each different, like, each different thing is like a hero-specific mission, so they, they talk about everything that happens during A-Day, uh, which I hate, I hate the name of that, um and like it's like you're the bad guys you're fighting against is aim mm-hmm. uh kind of and it's just like going through like so each different event has a specific hero tied to the event that you could you know play as or you could play as different heroes um so it, it's it, it's kind of like destiny where every ev- every like mission is kind of like like just out there and you kind of just pick the mission to kind mm-hmm. of like go through and then it's very much like one of those where it's not, not a corridor, like not a shooter per se, or a Schluter per se, but more like a, a uh, action looter. I don't know what we would call those, uh, but that's kind of what it like. It looks like it is. And and there's, and- they, sh-
1: they change up on a, on a weekly basis or something like that? I,
3: I I don't know if they change up for, so that's what they, I, I didn't get clarification on, but I do know that missions are going to change in and out because they're, they're gonna they're announcing characters in and out like
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, Kamala Khan was like the last one that, the last big one that they announced but they're they've also they've said like Ant Man's going to be in the game uh, uh, obviously the Avengers that they had originally and they're mm-hmm. going to introduce more Avengers so there are going to be a, co- a constant content loop of more characters coming in and out of the game so that would you would think so. Hmm. Yeah, I can see what you're
1: saying. I, yeah. they, Kamala Khan was mentioned from the beginning, but I always was like, well, where the fuck's Ant-Man in all of this?
3: Yeah. I know Ant-Man. They announced Ant-Man at the reveal uh, thing. But that was one of the big reveals after they announced everybody at the end. They were like, and Ant-Man's going to be in it. And I was like, okay, well, you, you could have showed him, but... When, right, when
0: Ant-Man's not on screen, other characters should be asking, where's Ant-Man? What is he doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just watched Endgame again. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Uh, I love. It. He was really. He's probably one of the best parts of that movie. But no, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So that. The best
1: part of that movie it. is that meme that was shared this week of Michael Pena explaining 2020 to Paul Rudd and Ant Man. I just, it's,
2: I just yeah. saw a 36 panel version of that. Yeah,
1: fucking. I've read it three times now. It's great, <laughs> and in Michael Pena's voice and rules.
2: Well,
0: that's probably a good point to transition into.
1: This is the worst year. This is the worst year ever.
0: Well, I think, Chris, that 2020 fucking rules at fucking sucking.
4: (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay. why did i just cue fog hat in my mind the way you said that Michael.
4: <laughs> 2020 man
2: it rules it fucking sucking spoken like a shrewd dirty white boy <laughs> uh well um we're talking about michael peña and, and marvel movies so that's a great chance for me oh, to no. introduce a segment it's been a long time mm. since we had matthew who will be editing this cue my music VGA Hollywood
4: segment.
2: Um, this might be the weirdest Hollywood segment yes. story. There is a disco Elysium adaptation in the works <laughs> from the Sonic movie producer. I, a part of me is thrilled, and part of me is
0: very fearful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, pa- a part yeah, of me is like the Sonic movie producers play
2: games. This is astonishing.
1: Play games
2: <laughs> like fucking Disco Elysium. Yeah. So it's it's one of the producers. It's, it's right. the, um he's part of this group called DJ Two Entertainment. His name's oh. Dimitri Johnson. Mm-hmm. He co produced Sonic, but they're this isn't the first unusual adaptation they're doing because they're also working on the Sleeping Dogs adaptation, which is like yeah, uh, that's not happening. Come on. <laughs>
0: I feel. I feel like that was announced like like hundreds of years ago at this point.
2: Well, then maybe this won't happen either. Yeah. But uh, wait, yeah.
3: can can we just announce like movies? Have- okay, so my my studio TL Foster mm-hmm. Productions, uh, mm-hmm. we're announcing mm-hmm. right here, brand new exclusive. Paul rapid rapid movie. Um, mm-hmm. That's I, not how this. That's is, how. That's not how any of this
0: works. It's in the The Lost Planet movie has to come out first. <laughs>
3: <It's>, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, it's in development. We were talking to a lot of big stars who was to to be on. Uh, I'm pretty sure MC Chris. Uh, has been 100% down with playing... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah,
2: and, man! And,
1: and, I'm a- <laughs> all he wants is
3: candy. He just wants to be paid in candy. I'm here <laughs> to secure
1: finances, man! Yeah!
2: <laughs> Why does he have a diaper on? He's a giant spider. It's weird. Uh, uh, so, I, I mean, Michael, I think you're the only one of us that has uh, played any uh, significant time in Disco Elysium. Hmm. How would you even make this a show? That is an interesting
0: question. Um, I mean, you could do... Like just a a, a sort of fear and loathing in Las Vegas style adaptation of the events of the game where, you know, that'd be good an alcoholic cop wakes up with amnesia and tries to rediscover what the world around him is and who he is while also uh, trying to solve a murder mystery and incidentally. Uh, busting a move while helping Methhead set up a lab in an abandoned cathedral that may also be a portal to a dimension of annihilation that is slowly taking over the world, which is a bunch of disconnected plates floating in a void. It's a weird
3: game. I love that game. I mean, I'll probably so I'll stream
2: the first four episodes <laughs> and fall off immediately. Well, <laughs>
3: so that's so that's my thing. You could do so many great things because I've also played Disco Elysium. Uh, you could do so many great things like what if just every first like the the first season is just like the first like hour of that game but it's every different like wildly different way you could go about it right because like you could use as an anchor and and show the different ways like hell wouldn't it be cool like if the opening (laughs) pilot is like him accidentally killing himself Hmm. within like the first five minutes and then he has a heart attack while
0: jumping (laughs) trying to grab his necktie from the the ceiling fan
2: here we go. Here we go. A little dream casting chance for you guys. Who would you cast as the overweight, balding detective uh, oh, type? That's a good
0: question.
1: Um, uh, Joss Whedon for sure. You <laughs> <laughs> um, Can he's Dean great Norris onset? grow facial hair
0: and a wig? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I was gonna say uh, Dimitri Martin. I would. I would like to see a Dimitri Martin. He has to. Right. He Damn. has to look well, disheveled. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think he's uh, overdue Martin for a, a comeback. Come Dimitri
1: Martin,
2: yeah, dark horse. He wouldn't. He wouldn't talk though. He would just hold up signs for everything he wanted to say.
3: Right? Well, I mean, this guy wouldn't have. not to talk. He'd just like. Just or
2: spread. he'd give me a
1: dirty look in public as if I was trying to steal his baby. Dimitri Martin still makes me mad on a personal level, and I, I, it's so. It's so needless. Uh, <laughs> I never told you guys that stupid story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The dirty look he gave. I'm walking in Union Square, and like my girl, my (laughs) girlfriend at the time was like, "Man, Dimitri Martin's really giving you the stink eye." I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm like, "What, huh?" And like, (laughs) the short haired guy, that's Dimitri Martin, and he's still he's staring into my eyes. I'm like, "Dude." I don't, I don't know anything about you. Stop looking at me. <laughs> I, I've held something against him ever since, and he was holding a baby. I'm like, I guess that's yours. Do you think I want it? I, have a, I, like, yeah, uh, I can't
2: blame you, because I, I would not be able to recognize Demetri Martin without right. wood paneling and shag carpets somehow <laughs> yes. associated.
1: Yes, without Wes Anderson music, I don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like. God, he is just a Wes Anderson character he alive. He is. Uh, he doesn't. You can't
1: see. He's invisible without like a symmetrical camera shot.
2: So, so yeah, I think Disco Elysium, sort of a dream project. Hopefully, that happens. Maybe, maybe it'll be a prequel. Maybe it'll explore what Har- Harry be. was before he lost his memory, before he met Sally. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Here's another kind of dream project I never would have thought came to fruition. But Netflix showed off a lot of that upcoming Cuphead show, and it looks it's fucking it. cool as shit. Hmm, did you guys
3: check did. that out? No, I, I haven't seen anything of that yet, but I. Cuphead seems like a really, that seems like a really hard thing to mess up, especially like with the revival of old cartoons. Because like the Looney Tunes show that's been on HBO Max has been tremendous and is a tremendous like look at old cartoons. Like so I don't know how you would mess up like a Cuphead cartoon. So, very so it's not;
2: it. they don't straight up rip the Fleischer style. Like it, it's it's more like a, an updated Fleischer style from all the animation you can see in there. Chris, you might know maybe some of the voice talent involved. So they they uh, Cuphead's being played by True Valentino, and Mugman is being played by Frank Todaro. Are those voices? I do not know these people, but um, um, yeah, they 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 have kind of a little promotional video uh, that it looks. Really, really fun. It's like okay, I'm glad they didn't just try to remake a Fleischer cartoon, hmm. it, it, but it, it has those elements. It's 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 a little bit like Streets of Raids four. It's like oh, they, they they did an updated version of that, and that's neat.
1: And they they retain the fluidity of their walking movement, but their faces look like modern Cartoon Network shows. Mm. Hmm. Uh, or hmm. I don't want to say Ren and Stimpy ish because that's at this point a turn-off to a lot of people. <laughs> and but they have but... sort of like
0: loose hanging W mouths.
1: Yeah, well, no, they do. Isn't like like Brennan, Stimpy and Rick uh, and Morty, they're moving. They're moving. their Their bottom halves are moving at the speed of a Fleischer cartoon. Their top halves are like incredibly expressive and vulgar, mm. which I, I, the to game did not do at all. When I look
2: at Mugman, his nose is straight up Stimpy's nose. Now that you yeah. mention it, it's like, oh yeah, that's Stimpy mm. right there.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
2: Yeah, it looks really good, really cool. Um, and now for our other recurring segment that we get to do every once in a while.
1: This week in COVID cancellations, you're not gonna believe this. It's a razzmatazz rumtum ducker of a new segment.
2: I don't like the bombast you put into that. And should be, I'm sorry. Should I'm sorry. But this week but... COVID cancellations. Well, I feel like the 1920s news reels that were playing in theaters—they mm-hmm. they would have some bombast there, well, you know. I guess that was like the 40s. This, um, really, really yeah. this week,
4: the situation—it
1: means less friends, but better friends with the ones you have left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! <Jeez. laughs> a good, a good old 1940s semi-fascist spin. The
0: Trump administration <laughs> yeah, sure, could use it sure, right
1: now. Yeah. The ones who
2: still deserve to live. <laughs> The, that uh, awesome Super Nintendo World uh, in Japan has been delayed indefinitely. It was supposed to open this month.
1: But, uh, yeah. I wanted to go to there. Yeah, it's well. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever go to there, but because it just requires going to Osaka, and like the only thing I want to see in Osaka is like, well, some of the parks and mostly video game studios. I wouldn't be allowed in the lobby of.
0: I want to see the <laughs> club that Majima had to work at in the '80s in Yakuza Zero. <laughs> Oh, the Grand Cabaret? Yes,
3: yes. I just want to recreate that scene of carry you and Majima dancing. Yeah. Because it's Friday. Mm-hmm.
0: You suppose that's like the, the new like fat blonde Gaijin coming in to talk about anime?
2: Like, it's, oh god, all these westerners coming in to recreate the dance floor scene
0: in the Akusa Zero. They're just going to arrest me
2: on construction sites pretending to be the NJPW mm-hmm. wrestlers yeah. for Majima construction. Yeah. Just singing that song by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: Do, 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 do.
0: But yeah, you no, know, I've I've been seeing footage of that like popping up on Twitter
1: and it looks really cool. I thought I thought from what I read, I mentioned it on VGA that, that it's the park that park is not done, but like it it is it was supposed to be open now and like everything is kind of on schedule, maybe have like yeah. pulled back because like who's gonna go? But like that's the shitty thing about it. Is, like you can see parts of this park from the existing park mm-hmm. yeah but universal one it was supposed to tie in with uh the the 2020 olympics which was going to be the biggest tourism event of japan has had in like oh, decades shit. so they're just yeah i think they're waiting to tie it to that because like that really would have been a great opening because remember who announced where the olympics were going it was mario
2: yeah that's, that's right true. well i mean there's still hope because this is in japan not the united states so they've they've managed to somehow contain uh COVID a little bit more and the other universal parks around the new park have started to do phased reopening so it, it seems like a matter of time at this point but a part uh, of
1: bonus time this week is getting uh matt and michael to talk me down from trying to go to the distance man, don't do that don't, do don't vouchers. Orlando sucks <laughs> anyway. Don't it go. does? Half the half the public though. No lines. I, I like. I'll I'll go into. I'll sleep in a fucking Joe Rogan DMT hyperbaric chamber.
0: Uh, get, get one of those like the the Last of Us Part Two style gas masks with like the glass faceplate and stuff.
1: No, that doesn't work. That's an N five mask, and you're just blowing your own shit to other people. That's true.
3: If you if you go to Orlando, Chris, I will throw ice cream at your car. Okay. Like, constantly. <laughs>
4: Molly i mean that just sounds like on a turn right?
2: i mean you promise yeah. like-
1: <laughs> it's it's just enough of a threat that like it's believable he might do it because it's hard to get mad
2: at him <laughs> so uh in in other cancellation news uh donald trump's twitch account was suspended i yeah fuck that didn't guy he really had one <laughs> he's a huge abuser come on <laughs> Twitch did give a statement on t- as to why he was temporary. Yeah, banned. from his remarks um, on 2015. <laughs> so, no, the statement is hateful conduct is not allowed on Twitch. In line with our policies, President Trump's channel has been issued a temporary suspension from Twitch for comments made on stream. Temporary. And the offending content has been removed. So, primarily that channel was just rebroadcasting his But the offensive old content
1: was the shit he said in his announcement for president, where he. And I think yep. it was a. He stumbled in his speech, but it did sound like he called all Mexican rapists. Yep. In, in print, that's what and it And he
0: since like. recanted and said, like, no, I was talking about the character Jewel Eater from uh, Trials of Mana, not a Jew <laughs> leader.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, trying to make that joke happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so specific. It'll happen, man. <laughs> So, so they actually, yeah, they specifically cited that, uh, that rally where he says, when Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're <laughs> sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. blah. blah, blah. you know the speech. They're criminals,
1: um, period. They're rapists. They are rapists, or they, the rapists are the ones coming
2: over. If you have this big of a problem public speaking, you shouldn't have the job. <laughs> you just we the all job. know that. Come on. And so then the other speech they specifically cited was the the one the infamous um tough hombre speech where then oh, he that gave that in was Tulsa this where he's like, Yeah, there's a tough hombre outside breaking into the window of a young woman. It's all this fear mongering yeah. bullshit that he does. And it's like, Hey, you know what? Good for you, Twitch, for for stepping in. I don't Several know why it took you so long to do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but also like Hate Facebook and, and Twitter. Your move. But also, we knew
0: Trump had a Twitch channel. I, that I, that I was did. the most newsworthy thing
2: to me.
3: What you don't know is I speed run, I uh, <laughs> <run> Yard <laughs> Revenge every other Saturday Not. on Twitch. Donald J. No, Trump.
0: Everybody knows the Donald's game is Burger Time. Okay, it's Burger Time.
2: I With play, a side I of nibbler. Like the chef. I've always been he a nibbler. the
0: salt. He throws it in the eyes of the egg.
2: Here's what we do, guys, to get him in trouble. We get him those. Is it DMCA strikes for yes. for using those artists' music? That that how many
3: artists have come out and be like, oh, stop using everybody. My song. <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, uh, fucking, uh, who is it? Like, whose family was like, no, like, you're just like. He's dead, he would hate you. No. Oh Tom Petty's family. Tom, Tom, Tom Petty, Petty yes. has like stopped
2: using my, <laughs> oh, Stop using my our song.
1: I thought you were talking about me when like some some asshole to defend Trump started quoting George Carlin like you I, this, there are a few things I'm an expert on, but this guy would hate you and the guy mm-hmm. you're defending so fucking much. I used to Nick. like
0: video game apocalypse, but now it's just politics, politics, politics. Sorry, Fuck I had off. to get that in there. It, it <laughs> took two hours.
1: Eat a, <laughs> eat a dick. Pull your Patreon. And, 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 I don't know, reexamine your life and where you get your news. Fuck off. Like You can be conservative and not an idiot asshole. <laughs> like, it's still possible.
2: It's just improbable at this point. And if you were watching trump's twitch channel feel free to switch on over to twitch.tv slash maddie c allen or, or tl what's yours we'll, we'll give you a free hmm. plug there
3: twitch.tv slash turbo by yes write it back for i go? just
0: like to promote <laughs> dr distress oh wait no no oh can't. goodness <laughs> i always like to promote
1: this very profitable streamer <laughs> that i don't know personally uh no the, the the funny thing is if you if you haven't uh, this may not be the best place to talk about it but like that um uh, stop profiting off of hate movement that is going after Facebook right now mm-hmm. and costing mm-hmm. Facebook billions of dollars. It's one of the most effective things I've ever seen in my whole life where Mark Zuckerberg, chief fucking Caesar haircut robot himself, mm-hmm. is having to be marched into this room and talk to these activists in a way he would not normally because it's costing him dearly. So these social network n- networking, everyone knows what's happening to Facebook is a- going to happen to them next. So they're trying mm-hmm. to take proactive proactive measures because when Coke pulls their yearly fucking advertising budget from you, you're fucked. You've just yeah. lost you've lost like billions of dollars in revenue. And that's what's happening to Facebook right now if they don't get their yeah. shit together.
4: Yeah,
2: that's true. That's true.
1: And so everyone's taking proactive measures. And it's very weird to me that like Twitter was the one who like acted first on all this shit. Just flagging tweets like you can still see it. We'll still put bile out in the world, but we'll put a
2: little thing over here like this. Might be naughty.
1: This might be naughty.
2: Just suspend his. Just just delete his account. Like honestly, just be like, hey, no, you want your own
1: unverified. News exclusively through fucking Impact Font website. Mm-hmm. Go start your own red fe- Facebook for fuck's sake.
2: Have you seen oh. there's there's that account that's a Twitter account that all it does is tweet out everything Donald Trump does, and it's been banned like several yes. times when yes. he hasn't?
1: Yes, he repeats his tweets and gets banned.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, you know that rumored other Xbox console that's supposed to be in the works, this uh, Lockhart? Game? Yeah, what's the deal with that? So, according to Eurogamer and VentureBeat, um, that's a real thing. It's mm. po- possibly going to be known as the Xbox Series S, mm-hmm. uh, so kind of like the a- Xbox Series. It's for Cities. Series. Um, series. Um, and there's a reveal event coming in August, so stay tuned for that. Ooh. But well. that is supposed to be, as a refresher for folks, that's the. Lower cost version of the Series X, a little less powerful, but should play all the same games. Yeah. I guess that's X.
0: forever from now. We'll have finished finished Ghosts of Tsushima by that point and done a spoiler cast.
3: Actually, we yeah. finished Paper Mario and yeah. Origami King at that point. We'll probably
1: have the finished both. It's good too. Will you just it's, tell it's me if that's too. any good at all? Because no yeah. one's ever told me to play a Paper Mario game since Thousand Year Door. So, it,
3: this, is and, if it, one, well, this is the one! If you're going to play one, this is the one! Matthew, we Matthew, Matthew...
2: We don't know that.
4: Mm-mm. We don't I've been know waiting. it's going back. I have been waiting for a turn-based... <laughs> I
3: have been waiting for a turn-based uh, Paper Mario game since Thousand Year Door. Mm-hmm. I think Paper is pretty good. This game... Looks like a turn-based Paper Mario game, and it has partners with it. You get to be friends with the Bobomb, and it's adorable. Real quick, I
2: I want to go back to this Xbox news. We got, what...
0: amigos con un Bobomb.
2: <laughs> so, so here's here's the thing. Like, okay, assuming these rumors are true, so Microsoft now has two Xboxes, just like Sony says there's two PS5s. But Sony gets like yeah, here's the disc version, here's whatever. My guess is what the they haven't said anything, and I don't know anything, but my guess what would happen then is that lets you, for the Series X, have a more expensive version that's probably at least $500, and then my guess would be this cheaper version's probably around the $400 level, because yeah. they yeah. know it's tough to go above that 400 mark for most people for a new console. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The, the exciting thing about that is um, if you live through the previous generation and this one, I didn't buy a new console because, like, uh, I need more power. And like, hey, my my launch console is dead. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> all my launch consoles died in the last two generations. Uh, yeah. Except, yeah, yeah. Every one a
2: lot more hardware failures these generations. Every
1: single one, like. every except for my Xbox One, which runs like absolute garbage. Uh, but my launch Xbox One is still running. My launch PS4 is down. My uh, launch 360. My launch PS3. They're all down. So if you're yeah. telling me like. And I thought the rumor was that, like, if things all went according to plan, and that is, um, we had a decent administration that would protect us from a disease, huh. um, uh, that we would have gotten this console like next month in August. Oh shit! I, I thought that's what I, I read. I could have read that incorrectly.
2: No, the the, the reveal event is in August for this console. No, no, the no rumor I, I read that this was over,
1: going to yeah. launch earlier than the other stuff.
2: Oh wow! So, so first,
1: uh, so if you if you weren't willing to take a down spec. Uh, cheaper, uh, hmm. digital-only version of the uh, the X. You could buy it earlier if you wanted, and like, oh, okay, I can see this, and then three years later, and like, yeah,
2: I want the big mega version. Oh, see, I'd, I would have gone the opposite way, because early adopters are always the guys willing to spend more money, so yeah. I would have put the Series X out first. And I, I could have misread
1: that. that. You're right, it does seem like I misread that. But I, I have very poor reading retention, and you shouldn't listen to anything <laughs> I say. Same.
0: Don't, don't listen to this whole podcast, in fact. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about.
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea what I'm doing, and you guys have really allowed this to happen for far too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
2: so, so, so Xbox, not all just expensive consoles or inexpensive ones. Um, they, they revealed a new initiative, uh, part of the summer games fest. They have a demo event, sort of like what steam did. Mm-hmm. So from July 21st to 27th, they are going to let Xbox one owners try out over 60 brand new game demos, uh, for unreleased Xbox one games, including, uh, one of my personal favorites from that recent steam demo event, uh, Chris tales or Christ tales. Um, Yo. Which is amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. That demo is just so right up my alley. You got to try it. And then that new remade Destroy All Humans, and then Haven. Um, they so they also oh, um, are they remaking Haven like Haven: Call of the King that game. Uh, different Haven, oh, different who Haven. Cares? Yeah. So some of the games they also revealed um, Hellpoint. Skatebird, uh, The Veil, Shadow of the Crown, uh, Raji, an, ep- an Ancient Epic, and Welcome to Elk. Um, I did play... So I said I played Chris Tails on, on Steam. Excellent. Yo. I tried the Skatebird demo when it was on Steam, and I was a little disappointed in that. What one. disappointed was... you about it? It just... The controls were not tight at all. It felt more like a kind of a fun physicsy game, almost like a goat simulator type thing. Whereas I was hoping for Tony Hawk, and it is not a Tony Hawk level of like ooh awesome tight combos in this right. game. And it and it's not skate either. You're not oh I have to move the stick in a particular way to do that it. That would have been my next it. question. Yeah, it's, it's not that. It's is it as hard as Ali Ali. It's lighthearted and fun, but it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's not necessarily if you're looking for like ooh I want. Like a robust skating engine, it, that's not that game, or at least it's not so far.
3: So here's my here's my question, uh, and just moving forward and, and where we are as a as a society, uh, especially as a country, right? Um, I I'm really loving these demos being put out here, um, and like we have the bandwidth to do it, and we've had people being able to to play these demos. I think it's I think it's actually smarter to have the public have more hands on with these demos. Other than industry people meeting up, doesn't this just defeat the purpose of E3s or trade shows, really? Because if I can put the demo into more people's hands, and, and this is why I ask this, and this is a general question. Um, isn't this a better option than to do these trade shows? You could, you're mistaking a
2: trade event for a consumer event. So, So if you're wanting consumers to demo your product, absolutely this is the best way. But what E3 had traditionally been, and and trust me, the last four or five years, it's so different. It's a trade event, meaning you're mostly there for the meetings. And it was mostly there so that buyers from the big retail chains like the Best Buys, the Walmarts of the world, they could see a product and know what they wanted to place a bunch of orders for for later in their retail shop. And
0: I've seen people who are in that loop saying like, how dare these game journalists express any dissatisfaction? They're lucky they're invited at all. This is for buyers only.
2: Yeah, we don't buy much. Yeah. So, so it hasn't been that event in several years. It has been this weird hybrid. And it was, yeah, the first wave of it changing was, oh, well, this is also more of a publicity event. We're getting a lot mm. of, you know, games press to check stuff out and really publicize our industry. And then the last two years, is that how often they were selling tickets to the public? Was it 20 19 and 18? Yeah.
3: 2018 was the first year. 2019, I think, yeah. was the, like, when they kind of went with the, more of like the Gamescom model. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've, I've never been to an E3. It's the one thing and, I haven't and, gone to. And those <laughs> were
2: the years where a lot of industry folks were like, what the fuck am I even doing here? Because, yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's not what it used to be. At least with Gamescom, they have the different days. Like, here's the industry day, industry only day. Here's the consumer days. And well, on, was-
1: on on TL's point, and I, I do love this because we had... There had been some articles written and some thoughts made on like, hey, whatever happened to the demo? When Xbox yeah. Live launched, especially with the 360, that was kind of the key thing. Like, you can play a little part of every single game You've ever wanted to try. Yes. And that slowly went away, especially, and it went away because most companies decided, like, yeah, we're going to make you download the full game, lock off access to you, and then make a really convenient experience when you give us your money that you'll just be playing the game. But it's also like, I have a 20 gig hard drive, I have a 60 right. gig hard drive. Hmm. I can't really afford to have a $20, 20 gig demo on my thing. And I think that, I think if we all had infinite access to demos, we wouldn't watch as many YouTube videos yeah if it, and I and I think part of this is something we have been forecasted with the next generation. The reason Microsoft is making the demo important again is because the demo is about to be really important again in the next generation. The rumor I had read is instantaneously launch demos on the ps5 uh, mm-hmm. the idea of being able to instantly try a game, Without having to download anything. Yeah. And I think when when I read this, I'm
2: like, who the fuck cares? I'm not downloading sixty demos. Are you crazy? I wouldn't do that if you put them all in the same pack. It is weird to see the everything old is new again thing of like, hey, demos have been around forever. Why did we get away from them? Demos are great, you know? Yeah. Like, and we've been doing yeah, these awesome. other things like these free play weekends of like download the whole game and play it for a couple of days, then we I know you
1: don't all capture sounds for a podcast, but can you imagine not having like, ah fuck, some idiots talking over this one? I know you've been through that when you're like, how does this game look or play? Mm -hmm. And you go to YouTube first because, you know, most of us are at work or on the go. But if if you're at home, you shouldn't ever have to do that in this day and age. (laughs) You should be able to go open your console and figure out what something plays like. It should be there. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And it might be coming back. I don't know. I, I, I don't have any information on what I've read. Because uh, uh, I got kicked out of the games industry a long time ago.
0: (laughs) I'm still trying to come to grips with the idea of having a 20 gigabyte hard drive, which seemed like a lot in 2005. And it's like, that's not even one game now.
2: That's not even one Call of Duty patch? That
1: is not the update Call of Duty Warzone asked me to do Mm -hmm. right after I voted for it for a game of the first half of the year when I haven't played it in months. And it
2: wanted 45 gigs. 45 gigs. Uh, as a, as a uh, update. Update! So, uh, not to be outdone, Sony then announced their own kind of indie game initiative. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida oh, yeah. was, wrote on their blog, there are nine imaginative and exciting titles coming to both PS4 and ps 5, as mm. Chris calls it. Uh, some of these games, this was interesting, some of these games will be coming to other platforms besides PlayStation, but they did not elaborate. So does that mean mobile or PC?
4: Hmm. I I would guess
0: PC because they're pushing in that direction more and more these days.
2: And
1: I would guess mobile with how
2: uh, little time they had to pull this off. Hmm. Uh, One (laughs) of one of the games listed uh, was Worms. Worms Rumble, a new Worms game is coming, and this one is an an arena based, thirty two player cross platform Worms game, dude. Sure it is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Why not? (laughs)
2: So, Sony, Sony not backing down from the indie initiative. Like, yeah, we want indies on PS5 as well, which is, cool. which is great. Yeah, and that is all the news that is fit to play, just like a demo.
0: Well, uh, that brings us to the community segment. Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was, what's your favorite game of the year so far? Uh, TL, I believe you're the only one who wasn't here last week, so do you have an answer?
3: I do. Uh, so, my game of the year so far... Uh, is going to be Persona certified royal. I'm doesn't sorry, count. doesn't I, count. <laughs> I really fucking love that game. Um, it definitely does change a lot um, in Persona. It makes the game a lot more streamlined. If this like it's it's legitimately one of my favorite moments, like, favorite games I've played this year. If I can't say that, I'm going to say Streets of Rage Five. Oh, uh, Streets Rage Four. I Fair. love that game a lot. Mm-hmm. I really do love Streets of Rage Four.
0: But you love Trials of Mana more. Uh, (laughs) anyway uh, first responder on videogameapocalypse.com was new Star Wars character Cho Aniki, who's a great name by the way who says I'd say night of the consumers from the itch.io's bundle for racial justice and equality it's at least the most accurate portrayal of my first half of 2020 buy another one Morty consume Morty nobody's out there shopping with this fucking virus yeah, right. Being an essential worker at a grocery store, earning less a week than my out-of-work brother. Shout out to Meyer workers in the Midwest listening to this on the job. The consumers are Karen and Kens, with unrelenting thirst for customer service that prowl the aisles and are the jump-scare monsters of the game. I can say during the initial <laughs> toilet paper supply surge, this game was nearly a one-to-one of my waking nightmare. Runner-up goes to the Big Titty Goth Girlfriend Simulator, which is free, and also on itch.io, as well as Steam.
3: I will say, if you are being an asshole to people who are working their everyday job, because you can't get your fucking... you, you, You don't want to wear a mask, or, oh, you don't have the item... Literally, fuck you. You are the yeah. worst person. No, hold on. With your you skull. missed
1: one thing. If you if <laughs> you're not getting your fifty dollar arcade cabinet, now that's a reason to go nuts.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, wasn't Night of the consumers? It was part of the. Was it the haunted PS
0: One demo disc or something like that that was on itch.io? Is it itch.io
2: or itchio? Oh. Most people say itchio. Yeah, yeah, I right, say itchio. itch-io yeah. Fine. Uh, from the Twitter at Doctor Wowie says Final Dr. Fantasy. Wowie. Dr. Huawei uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, hands down. What can I say about this game that hasn't already been said? Perhaps, like, on our spoiler cast at patreon.com slash lasertime. Um, the characters, the graphics, the music, the epic boss fights, clouds, a dance moves, that emotional ending. Also that part where Tifa threatens to stomp on Don Carneo's balls that I found strangely erotic. Yes. I put over 50 <laughs> hours into this game, and every hour felt worth it. This is in stark contrast to the hundreds of hours of banal drudgery that is animal uh, how dare you sir that how is animal crossing dare and now, with the new summer update, I have to waste even more of my life finding animals for that Blathers motherfucker. It's an amazing. This. It's amazing how much more meaningful picking a few flowers with Aerith was than shoving islands full of the things into my villagers' fat fucking pockets. If anyone's balls were stomped on, it was mine under the thick soles of Tom Nook. Anyway, yeah, Final Fantasy
3: VII Remake, awesome game. I love our fans. That's some, some good <laughs> writing. Should. Blathers is a fucking saint. And no, no. the fact that he wakes up at any time of the day when you fucking go in there and give him shit to freak mm-hmm. him out, mm-hmm. fuck off. Blathers doesn't true. deserve that. Here's
0: That's a true. bunch of bugs. Oh, I'm an expert on them, even yeah. though I'm terrified. There, look, look, them. Look, see
1: here. There's a collective cuteness. We'll all pull the wool over our own eyes to have a good time for a little while. Mm. But the amount of times I went to Blather and the amount of text boxes I had to skip in order to just talk to this fucking idiot, yep. this is a design problem, just and everyone seems to be like, "No, fossils, it's, it's it's not."
2: It's not a bug. It's a feature. I'm like, no, this sucks. They got a
3: pass. This he is, this is, is a well. It's the, it's of the only
1: knowledge. thing to do in the game every day.
2: That's, that's not what he's talking about, TL. He's talking about they give you a fucking tutorial every time you talk every to him time. for donating. This sucks. Thing. It's not charming. Well, it's, we can I'm only tired accept of like is.
1: this is fish fossils assessed by yours no, truly. No, no, no. I want to put it in my mailbox, send it to Blathers and never see him again. I'm going <laughs> to die alone
2: and childless in his own museum. I mean, <laughs> that was the original Animal Crossing. You had to, like, mail off your, your fossils to get yes. them evaluated, and then they would mail them back to you. It was the worst. It wow. was
1: bad. The worst. Why is the museum open for 24 hours, and the actual shop holding things I need isn't? This is ridiculous. It's a design problem. This game is not as cute as everyone thinks it is. <laughs> we just accept all its flaws. It's our, it's our it's our stupid little adopted kitten with a bite out of its ear.
2: Wait, are animal you Dr. Crossing?
1: Wally? Dr. Wally, I will destroy <laughs> Animal Crossing with... <laughs> With all my snark and cynicism, <laughs> man. <amen.
0: laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ian E. Frederick says, "XCOM Chimera Squad is the only 2020 game I have played so far. I usually stick to more retro stuff. I really like it so far. I miss some of the ways I could customize teams in previous XCOM games, mm-hmm. but really like the smaller, more personal story being told here. Looking forward to spending more time with it. Me too, because I love cops."
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're, okay, yeah, they blue lives pops. matter, right. especially when they're alien lives. <laughs> um, green blue lives matter. <laughs> uh, Tony Boy Wilkinson says, "Persona 5 life. Royal." Uh, I couldn't come at it couldn't come out at a better time. Having put 100 hours into the original, the differences were significant enough to drive me to put 127 hours into a second time. Makoto's still the best girl uh the only negative is the whole experience was the release of of 4 golden on stream I am not ready for another 100 hour game right now plus I'm holding out for a switch port one uh you can hold out for that switch port and uh spit in the other hand see which one fills up first yep. and two um <laughs> you will uh, you should play four golden so you can realize here's where I'm getting my hot takes out short of four golden wasn't actually a good game. Which is a game we all played on the Vita? It all was, right, easy. It was, it was the best game we had on the Vita, but it was not really a good game.
2: On Steam,
0: I'm it's not a Four K. Four K. Four
3: K.
2: Michael, it's twenty dollars. So hey, we're
3: not. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty dollars, and you can like get through a lot of the stuff because you can turn off. You can turn off the. You can make them give you more experience when you lo- when you fight somebody. You can make the game as easy as you want to. Which all RPGs should do now. Just let I me. I want to know.
1: I want to know how Tony Boy put an exact James Franco amount of hours into this game. Like, why specifically 127 hours?
2: <laughs> he had to chop off his Vita to, yeah, to get ch- home.
1: <laughs> Trying to tell us he chopped off his arm and needs help? What?
2: Like, that's such a
1: specific number of hours. If only it
0: would have been ten thousand, he gotten he'd have gotten really good at chopping off his got, arm. The, the Gladwell <laughs> achievement. Or a Persona. Really yeah. good at Persona. Mm-hmm. 10,000 That hours. too. Yeah, sure. Fine. Spoil my fun.
1: Jason Krober says, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, the perfect escape from a COVID MAGA shit show that we are all living in. Plus, I got to hang out on my island with lots of LTC members. VGA oh, nice. hosts are welcome on the island of uh, F- Floorperton anytime. That's uh, very Justin Roiland Flooperton, of you. thank you.
0: Flooperton. Uh, Jason, <laughs> I
3: have been to Flooperton and it was lovely. Aww. Thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, my, my town was called Crefuset, because it's Twilight in French, and I'm a pretentious piece of shit. Mm. So that's the reason why my town was that.
0: Mine, mine is called Grift with a Y, because uh, we were talking about Mist and Pissed uh, right around the time <laughs> that I named it
1: my island is Isle Diaria uh, yeah. uh, so feel free to stop into the Isle Diaria <laughs> uh,
0: we have a few video responses first comes from Matthew Schultz who says
3: what's up VGA? this is uh, Matthew giving my first video response uh, but Hi, I wanted to respond to question of the week as I just got done with work and listening to BGA um, and 2020 cool. has been weird for video games for me, since I haven't really played much of the new ones. uh, Pretty much I've only played Animal Crossing and Chimera Squad, uh, and I think i got to give it to Chimera Squad as my game of the year so far, Uh, because it is delightful. There's not much in terms of uh, improvements from XCOM 2 that it doesn't improve upon. Uh, Yeah, I think that's my game of the year so far. Thanks.
0: I should be clear, I really do like uh, XCOM Chimera Squad. It is a lot of fun. And, yeah, the yeah. the idea of a goofy story-based XCOM is uh, captivating. So um,
2: check that one out. I, I think I made the mistake of I, – I might have given people the wrong impression that of, of thinking of it as a scaled-down XCOM 2. It's not that. It's, it's streamlined, and there yeah. is a difference. Like it's it's – it, it just moves at a quicker pace and has got more story to it. And yeah, you can't create squads of your best friends that you can hope live through all the encounters or kill as mm-hmm. you will, you know, but, um, the characters they have in there are still really good. So yeah, it's
0: also slightly lower stakes. And it's like, well, you're not fighting for the survival of humanity. You're fighting against terrorist groups who are trying to take over a city. So yeah, like that's, that's, yeah, it's neat. Um, but uh, full install has an answer as well.
6: How's it going, guys? It's Tom here again from Full Install, here to answer your latest question. What is your favourite game of the year so far? It's a difficult one because I did finish Last of Us 2 last week. I can't say it's my favourite game, but there is something there. It has to be identified as something. I think it might be the best game, if you identify the best game as having achieved all the things that it's set out to do. It certainly does that, but it's just so depressing. Um, It's a bit like someone saying that Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel is their favourite film. It's like, yeah, sure, he (laughs) masturbates through a window to some women. (laughs) You just—it's just, it's just not the—it's not the done thing. Um, I think the best way to describe it, because the gameplay in it isn't that isn't that fantastical, revolutionary. I heard someone on the podcast once describe the late great Bill Paxton as an A-list B movie star, and that's how I kind of feel about The Last of Us. It's a—it's a, it's a five-star, seven out of ten. So it's—it's uh, it's not <laughs> the most amazing thing in the world, but it, it is something. It's something at least. But no, for me, without question, the game of the year so far is Streets of Rage 4. It's tremendous fun. It's funny you mentioned last week about games uh, getting shorter. That game's 90 minutes long through and through, and I think I've put 28 hours in somehow. It is just, it's a perfect example of if you make a game, it doesn't matter how long it is, as long as it's fun, it has replayability. And uh, it is great. I was very sceptical at first, because I'm a huge Streets of Rage fan. I think Streets of Rage 2 is probably the best sequel ever made to a game, uh, in terms of just what it improved on the first one. correct. And this one is just great. Yes, I didn't like the art style at first, when I saw early videos of it, and I was a bit sceptical about the the soundtrack when I first heard it, but it really grew on me. It's not perfect, but it is pretty tremendous. There are a few uh, quality of life changes I'd like. Just make it so I can switch between the modern and retro soundtrack at the push of a button, rather than going into the menus. Surely that's a simple thing to to do. Or let me rearrange my own soundtrack and put whatever I want in there. But otherwise, they hit the nail on the head, and I hope they do a Golden Axe. Imagine that. Imagine a Golden Axe remake. Who doesn't want? 4K no, uh, barbarian no, under on the pants, so welcome. yeah, no brainer for me. Keep Street, talking. Street talking. Rage Four. If you haven't yeah. played it, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Stop. Put Last of Us Two down. Put that depressing shit down and go play Streets Rage Four. Anyway, guys, take it easy. I'll catch you next week. Thank your you. <laughs> so don't don't do Golden Axe because then we're going to get to
3: an altered beast thing, and I that's, would fucking we're love both of too those. Far. And then we'll get
2: to an alien syndrome thing. Golden Axe and Altered Beast are nothing alike. Those that are is also
3: so true. Different. Yeah, but alien no, I'm syndrome just saying, is just like, a, a gold, gold If Axe. you go, if you bring back Golden Axe, what's the next thing? Oh, you should bring back Altered Beast. Let's do that. Let's bring back Eternal Champions.
1: You have to <laughs> understand, he is he's English, and they had a lot more Sega support over there. Golden Axe, I don't get, but like it's part of the new arcade one-up thing because like. People give a shit. I don't get it. I love that um, game back. I in the played day.
2: the shit out of Golden Axe
1: arcade yeah. game. I didn't know. Uh, I, I don't hate it, but like I love Alien Syndrome, which is almost a reskin of everything and everybody in that game.
5: Well,
0: uh, we have we have one final video response from Red Rock Nine Six Three. Always a delight.
5: Hey VGA, it is Redrock nine six three answering the question of the week, which is, "What is your favorite game so far?" I think what's in this frame kind of illustrates my answer. It is Final Fantasy. It's VII a giant remake. red thirteen wall. And by the yeah. way, my husband made me this giant red thirteen year old for my birthday last oh, month, nice. and it is amazing. Just like the game itself, I could not put down Final Fantasy Seven Remake. I was sad when I finished it. I tried to Platinum Trophy it, but then trying to beat Sephiroth on hard mode just completely destroyed me, and I had to walk away from the game before I broke my controller. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake was so good, and the only thing bad about it was it left me wanting more. And I'm hoping Squeenix announces something soon. And I loved your spoiler cast on it, by the way, and I agree with Chris. They they need to do a Ground Zeroes uh, Phantom Pain thing, and I hope that they do that that will make me, like, the happiest person ever. But, yeah, that was Final Fantasy VII Remake I'm glad for I you, said uh, whatever that was. I love you guys' show, and I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you. Ditto.
0: Was that me or you that came up with that? I think that was you, Michael. Oh, ah, okay. Mm. No, no, you give sound me very I never similar, get
1: credit. I, I never get credit for anything, and I never played <laughs> Ground Zero, so it seems very unlikely.
2: <laughs> with what she's saying there is, you know, this, the, this first is relatively contained and then it becomes this big open world game for the next version mm-hmm. then, yeah, yes I think that was you Michael. that was that yeah. is my great uh, no that was definitely this.
1: me and I also said you should re-release the PSP mm-hmm. uh, not unlike the NES mini yep. and let me play Crisis. Core but call it the PESP the PESP yeah like the Brits do <laughs> why not
3: <laughs> PSP man put Crisis Core on the Vita oh <laughs> How? How did Vita? you do that?
0: <laughs> that is impossible. It was only ever released on UMD.
3: I know. Put Crisis Core. They have to have the files. Oh, I, I thought, I thought f- you were
0: saying you'd played Crisis Core on the Vita.
3: No, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could. Like, don't tempt me. Yeah, illegal I was do doing. I can do what I want. <laughs> I literally have a buddy who has a, a a PlayStation, who bought a PlayStation Portable that just plays everything else. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're just a pirate. You're just a pirate. <laughs> but it was never released legally, digitally, which kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, it's a Crisis Core is a good game. In Crisis Core, this... I wasn't on that Final Fantasy Seven thing, and I wish it was, because I would have made my point. This game feels like the sequel to Crisis Core. Hmm. Like This feels like Crisis Core 2. Kind of, a little um, bit. A lot of the themes, a lot of the, the redesign, it really seems like this is what Nomura wanted. Like When he worked on Seven, he was like, I think the story should be this, and this is what it seems like. Hmm.
0: All right, so new question of the week. Uh, now that we've finished the first half of the year and are looking forward to the next, uh, what game are you looking forward to most in the latter half of the year? Uh, I know I'm super excited for Ghosts of Tsushima and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm super looking forward to not even necessarily the games, but it's just, I just want the new consoles on my shelf and working, and hopefully they, like, are totally backwards compatible so I can just throw out my old ones. But uh, somebody else, what are you looking forward to?
2: I'm thinking from what I've seen of the early reviews, Ghost of Tsushima might end up being my game of the year. It just seems so my jam, like that kind of game. Uh, I don't know. It also could just be because I'm on that JRPG kick lately and playing a lot of Yakuza games and I'm just huge into Japan stuff. But like that game, I'm just like, oh, yeah. And I would have said Cyberpunk at the beginning of the year, but now I'm like... Now I'm more looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima. I don't believe
1: we'll ever see Cyberpunk this year, so mm. I'm going
2: to go with.
3: Um, well, I,
1: TL, I should. I, the Avengers is, is a good one. I don't want to
3: steal that if it's yours. No, it's not. But, it's uh, not. Okay, but yeah.
1: Well, that that are that are the. That I, I'm I'm really I'm doing a lot of retro stuff. I'm really excited for if those rumored Mario remasters make an appearance and/or the. Uh, Breath of Wild two or whatever, the Breath oh. of Wild Majora's Mask, whatever the fuck that is, hmm. yeah. I want that so bad.
3: Uh, I, it's Paper Mario. Like I wanted to say Miles Morales because I'm really looking forward to playing in Miles Morales. Oh shit, that's well, this that's year. A, that is this year. That's that's this year, this yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. Horizon uh, is, is next year. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. But I, that Paper Mario game, it's literally the thing I've been waiting for for almost twenty years now. Like it's been such a long time. There's been a, a, a an actual RPG, like, with partners, Mario game, and, like, j- the combat looks really fun. Uh, I really can't wait. Like, I, it's in two weeks, and I literally am, like, giddy just thinking about being able to play a full-on Paper Mario game again that doesn't have all the stuff that turned me off of the last two games. Hmm. That I know of. Watch me in three weeks. Feel like Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> <laughs> like that? <Boo-boo> the- <laughs> is that a licensed character? What is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, you never see the meme Boo Boo the Fool? Oh, I, really? I'm Boo Boo the Fool. Yeah, it's just like be an idiot. Like I'm looking for the best, and then it's like wop wop no. Uh, like that that whole thing. Okay. I,
1: I saw. I didn't see that, but I saw Bimson this week. I encourage everyone <laughs> to check out Bimson. Bimson <laughs> delightful. <laughs> Uh, Alright,
4: so
0: what game scheduled to come in the latter half of 2020 are you most looking forward to? Let us know. Go to fidgetgameapocalypse.com and answer to the comments for episode 374. Alternately, you can hit us up on the official Laser Time community on Facebook or ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. Apocalypse uh, and we will read the best answers on next week's show. Um, anyway, that has been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, TL, where can people hear you?
3: Uh, yes, uh, they can hear me over at the PNB podcast at PNBCast.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash PNB. We are just like doing a brand new retool of our Patreon, and we're trying to do a nice big push on our Patreon. So please uh, give it to us. Uh, even if it's just a dollar, we we'll gladly take that. Uh, and then also, uh, since I'm doing this show with Chris... Uh, live from the Full House, as this episode is airing, a brand new live from Full House with Chris Antista will air. It is the longest episode that nice. we have done. We have <laughs> so recorded. <sorry. laughs> we have recorded <laughs> episodes after it is, but it's great. It's tremendous. Uh, it is explicit. Our show normally is it, but it's totally worth it. It's a great episode. We talk I didn't about say anything crazy. We talk about Marvel's War Machine being on fresh. And that's yes. always. great. I mean, finally, <laughs> we get a white man's
4: perspective
3: on a show about a
2: person of color. It's.
3: Uh, I love it. Sonia's Sonia's first thing is, Chris, what is it like to be a tall white man? No, uh, she says, "Like, what's it like the to the have white best. privilege?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a big shout out to Sonia your I, 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 yeah, that was fucking awesome. And yeah. it was awesome to get that question. It was awesome to yell to. I the the trajectory of Will Smith and the Fresh Prince have always been pretty baffling to me. But you had a pretty decent way of breaking it down for me in the first episode because mm. I was I was a Fresh Prince spoiler. I was a Fresh Prince music fan before the show came out.
2: Same. Hmm. Well,
4: Couldn't who wasn't? If you Ditto.
0: grew up in
1: the '80s, you automatically were. You had to be. Yeah, yeah. but like I, that's I had to STL. I wasn't watching MTV. How did that happen? Uh, were you listening to the radio? Parents just don't understand. Got radio play, yeah. but his other no, songs. No, no. T.O. has the answer. Listen to the show. In, Nightmare in, in, in... on my street. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. No. I kind of go. I kind of go into it and just like how you know how will kind of got pushed and it's just like I I really love doing that show. Like it's it's I love doing all podcasts, but doing life from the pool house has been really great. Um, nostalgically, just because it's like it's been able to have me look at it more of an analytical eye on how trends happen and how things come in and how media goes in and. Like, we we actually aired an episode that was supposed to come in later when literally all this shit fucking started, uh, that I felt was relevant because we talked about it, right? This is a show that's been, and having gone through, like, watched a lot of these seasons, this is a show that's like, it's oddly and sadly prescient today, and it's a 20 year old show. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that sucks, the, like, it sucks the most. And it's great because go back to it, but it's a 20 year old show, and there's a lot of stuff to, like, oh, wait, no, this is still a problem. Nope, we still have to address this. Like, wow. I hate to burst your bubble. It's a 30-year-old show in a lot of spots, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, uh, yeah. You're right. No, that's what I meant. <laughs> 30-year-old show. Yeah, because it's going to come up. One of the great things, it's going to come up on 30-2010. Mm-hmm. Later on this in, in two months, that is. actually.
1: So is uh, what I'm calling right now the worst good John McClane movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 that also might be celebrating a 30th anniversary, but a Fresh Prince. I just I can't say it holds up. I was there day one for it, so I didn't expect it to like hold up with modern eyes. And it's it's fun, man. It's good. Um, I'm I'm really glad I pushed my chips on that show emotionally, and and so live from the pool house. Check that out. Uh, check out 302010 games with um Matt, me, and uh, Michael. Yeah. Uh, on on patreon.com slash laser time also they're on bonus time this week as well and we have a brand new episode of sick of star wars coming for you in just like a week or so again part of the bonus time is about my girlfriend's parents coming and the amount of days it's taking me to like clean the house and the garage and like the lawn stuff i'm very nervous i've never met these people before and i'm also terrified and uh, you'll see why. Bonus time this week. I'm
2: done. Maddie.
4: tell them your you scream, buddy.
2: Uh, I mean, I, I barely remember talking about the girlfriend's parents things because if you want to hear me get really drunk and really political, yeah, check out uh, patreon.com slash laser time and on this week's bonus time, we just... We let loose. <laughs> we just—it's like, hey man, want to hear it. us
0: talk about COVID and Trump? Oh man, is it ever <laughs> yeah, the best! Boy, do we have a show for
2: you! <laughs> uh, and then when you're done listening to that, head on over to Twitch.tv/slash Maddie C. Allen, where I've been streaming a lot of uh, Kwame two, and I've been finally been getting brave enough to leave the videos up and not delete them when I'm done, so you can even see some of the older stuff. But I do love it when I'm doing it, and so one of you guys pops into chat, and we just start start hanging out. While I'm playing playing a silly vidgie game, so yeah, check that out. I also have occasionally been been doing some Twitch sing stuff on there, which I'm still trying to get TL to do a duet with me. But hmm. uh, yeah, check me out over there, and then check me out on the Twitter huh? at Maddie C Allen.
0: All right. Well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VgApocalypse. Come visit us at VigigameApocalypse.com, or back to Twitter. Follow me at Wikiparas, wikiparaz w i k i p a r a z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Is it safe to pee in someone's butt?